1: It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in Mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Donkin Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk-Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout, as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Dockin' Norm Direct Broadcast Booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gassaway here with you
0: from the and Norm Direct Broadcast Booth, joined by Ben Schmidt. As we are just about uh, ten minutes away from getting our ball game underway, is the Jefferson City Renegades hosting the Joplin Outlaws? And the Outlaws sit at twenty-three and nineteen on the season. For the Renegades, they sit at twenty—sorry, at sixteen and twenty-three on their season. And you know, this game, uh, Ben, this is one that's got a lot on uh, on the. Uh, on the line here of sorts one it's the season finale the sorry the home season finale and uh it's also christmas in july we got a whole bunch of other activities going on tonight we'll be talking about but uh, really, it's got some playoff implications for the Renegades.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it sure doesn't feel like Christmas in July, but uh, the ballpark festivities will do the best to make it seem like it is. But in terms of what's going on on the field for the Renegades, uh, there's certainly a lot to play for and hopefully able to continue the momentum that they built up putting up 14 runs last week. Because they need it, Nevada's right on their heels. They're actually going to play potentially more games than the Renegades will in the next couple of days, which should give them a chance to make up some ground. So for the Renegades, they've got to block that out, control what they can control. And if they take care of business tonight, they'll find themselves in a pretty good position heading into tomorrow's season finale in Chillicothe. All they've got to do is uh, continue to hit with runners in scoring position, pitch the ball well, and I have... confidence in character's ability to do that tonight and I think we'll have have a good result this team feels like they can hit Joplin pitching Uh, last night was not the first time that they've done it against the outlaws pitching this season we saw a couple times in June where they put up double digit runs um, in Joplin on the road so it's an offense that's capable of hitting off this pitching staff they showed it last night and there's no reason for me to believe that they can't we can't be sitting here in a couple hours and they will put up six seven eight runs or even more
0: well you're absolutely right on that one big thing from last night too is that of those 14 runs 12 of those came with two outs on the board, which is just outstanding for the Renegades. That's something that uh, we've we've seen them struggle with, and that included uh, three frames there, so three innings, where they sent 25 batters to plate. That was 9-9-7 nine, nine, and seven is uh, what they sent. Just an update from Nevada. Nevada is down in game one, top of the fourth inning. They're trailing 4-1 to, to Sedalia, so... You know, we've got to have some help from Sedalia to push a couple of losses on Nevada. But just like I said last night, and Ashley Carty will be joining us from the peanut gallery here uh, here in a little while. Well, I guess we need to come up with a different name for that. If we're in the Docker Norm Direct broadcast booth, what's that make her in? We'll think about it. We'll, yeah, we'll get I'll, back to I'll that. <laughs> we'll get back to that. But the, uh, the thing that I was saying, and I told her last night, is she was is she was saying, well, This happens, this happens, this We had all these scenarios, and I was like, you know, the thing is is we just need to show up and take care of business. We need to show up, we need to do what we need to do, which is win the game, and the rest will fall into place.
2: Yeah, and it's a pretty similar lineup as to last night too, which they saw Joplin pitching last night really well, and you think they could do it again here with the same couple names, especially with the season winding down in the last week and the roster continuing to thin. It's led to basically having the same 9 to 11 guys in the lineup every single day. A lot of similar players taking the field. And I think that's been a big help because we've seen some guys really start to find their groove. Carter-Goring's been great at the bottom of the lineup. Same with Taylor Hopkins. At the top, new additions, Deal and Reether have already made impacts. Uh, There's plenty of other guys that I'm forgetting as too. wagner Wagner's been consistent as ever in the two-hole. Mavshek's getting on four out of every ten times. So I think that consistency, although you never want to see the roster thin the way it has... Uh, you, to look at it from the bright side, it's, be, it's meant more at-bats for players, and I think that's really going to help because it's, it's, it's caused some guys, especially all throughout the lineup, to really hit their stride at a, at a pretty good time. The wins haven't necessarily come yet, but when you're putting up the runs that they have the last couple of games, you would certainly think that they have the capability to start winning more than what they have.
0: Well, and that's something, too, that uh, head coach for the Renegades, Mike Camiglia, has talked about is that, uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to win some games, you're going to lose some games. That's, that's just just what happens. But uh, for them, you know, it's, it's, it's unrealistic to expect them to expect the Renegades to win every game. That's, that's just that's not an expectation for, for really anybody. But the, the point is, is the growth. You know, they can lose some games, but it's having the growth, having the, the uh, you know, the, the growth, having the, 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 um, the combination where they're starting to work together, starting to gel a little more, they're starting to do those things. So taking a look at your starting lineups. For the Joplin Outlaws, they'll start at shortstop, number six, Cade Bressler. They'll start Caden Bressler, rather, catching number uh, 34. At uh, Second in the lineup is uh, Joe Rico, right fielder, batting third, number 41, Jacob Machuka, designated hitter. Batting fourth, number 14, Max Bruff, the center fielder. He is batting fifth, number 12, Carson Carpenter, first baseman, batting sixth. We be Matt Campbell, the left fielder. Batting 7th is Sam Fagan, the 2nd baseman batting 8th, Cade Lant. And batting ninth, Corey Saracusa, he's on 3rd base. And their pitcher on the mound, is says Wardo Ojeda, is how they start. For the Renegades, well, they're going to start in center field, batting leadoff, Tommy Reuther, In left field, batting 2nd, Cole Wagner catching, batting 3rd, Caden Deal. He's a player we talked about a little bit off air that... He is a utility player, and I mentioned he can also get behind home plate. That is a benefit right now because they can give the uh, catchers a little bit of a rest and uh, have him. He's got, by default, because it's a, a late accusation of the season, he's got a, probably a much healthier body, a much more rested body at the time being. Designated hitter batting fourth is Jack Matashak. First baseman batting fifth, Carter Gorling. Right fielder batting sixth will be Luke Fuller. Third baseman batting seventh, Andrew M. Garden. At second base, batting eight to be Colby Ott. Shortstop, batting nine, Taylor Hopkins. And on the mound, Caleb Carricker is how the Renegades will have their nine come to plate here. And, you know, it, it's we've talked about it too with Mink League Baseball. The Renegades are starting to peak here at the right time. They're starting to get some guys hot that haven't been hot. They're starting to get some of those things going. And really, you know, that's, uh, that's I think, going to be a success to maybe help carry them into some postseason play.
2: Yeah, and they're peaking at the right time on offense. It hasn't necessarily translated to wins yet, but with the way they've started to hit the ball, it has to translate to wins at some point. The pitching 's not going to give up six or seven runs every single night, and it's the, the wins are going to have to come because it doesn't mean anything if you put up seven runs and lose the game, but at least it gives you some confidence going into potentially Monday's first playoff game.
0: Well, and the big thing last night, too, is that Joplin did not quit. They did not give up. Um, you know it was a game they could have just punted a little bit but they still did work really hard and they they threw some good pitchers they didn't give up like they cut that 10 run deficit down a couple times and uh, continue to play so it's not like they tried to punt uh, punt the game so we're going to take a quick break here national anthem being performed to we'll take a quick break and be back to are listening to of coverage renegades baseball here on the show me sports network
3: Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood WoodBat Company a call at 816-261-1014, or visit wowbats.com.
4: We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech.
5: Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop.
6: Rivero Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in Jefferson City, Rivero Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Rivero Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Rivero Christian Academy.
0: Call them at 573-634-3983. Well, we're back here as uh, several first pitches being thrown out. One of them by the jolly old big man himself. As we said, a lot going on at the ballpark here tonight. As, uh, of course, it is our home season finale. So lots going on here at the ballpark for that. As uh, we've got that going on, we've got Christmas in July. We've got the fan appreciation game. So out here, there is Santa Claus. We've got a Christmas tree. They're going to be playing Christmas music throughout the games. All kinds of games related to Christmas music are, uh, boy, I just lost what it was called, the uh, summer... Summer savings, <laughs> what you call it yesterday? Summer sales event. Summer sales event. Yep. Summer sales yep. event. So all kinds of uh, giveaways and things here at the ballpark. Panchera burrito night, too, so you can get a Panchero burrito for not a lot of money. We've got light beer specials for our Friday night lights. And then also kids run the bases and player autographs after the game. So I can tell you that after the game, I think it's going to be a big party out there on the field. Players are going to be having fun. The uh, kids are going to be running around. It'll be a good time.
2: Yeah, hopefully it's a party after a win for the Renegades. That would be the most preferred thing. And it's all going to start with character giving the Renegades some strong starting pitching. They got that last night out of Daimel. And character hopefully able to continue that and push the Renegades one step closer to uh, the doorstep of the playoffs. Absolutely. Well, to give an update, too, to our
0: fans, uh, Ben and myself apparently are too dumb to work. This fan actually has because she got it to work. And we've... We, we we tried for at least five minutes to get it work earlier. Okay, we also did not read the instructions. That's our fault, we didn't read the instructions, but we tried to get it to work. Because it is a hot one here at the ballpark, as, let me look at, uh, at what it says on the weather app. Give me a second to get that open, As it's gotta be triple digits, sure feels like triple digits. It says it's 99, feels like 104.
2: Looks I like we that's got pretty accurate. some Outlaws fans in the house, too. I can't tell what number they're both wearing. I guess that one's a ball boy jersey, and the other one is number six. So I don't know if those are or actually number zero. Who's, who's number zero on the Outlaws? Let's see who, who's whose family we got in, in attendance tonight. Number zero for the Outlaws. Can't find it regardless. Their family is in the stands. So hopefully... Uh, not to be too mean. Hopefully they're walking out of here with the Outlaws losing and the Renegades win their second straight.
0: Well, as I said, Nevada currently trailing. It was uh, top or bottom is the fourth inning, and they were trailing 4-1 to one for Sedalia as Bressler will be the first one up as the pitch to him is fouled out of play. As that will be put him down in the count at 0-1-1, as we said. Caleb Carricker. boy, there's just so much going on here at the ballpark. I just feel like I'm totally unprepared here for tonight's game as I'll get Carriker's line here in just a minute. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. It'll be taken at second for Ott. He'll glove throw to first in time for out number one as that goes as a 4-3 put out for Carricker. He is a 6-foot, 190-pound freshman right-hander. He
2: is from Columbia, plays at William Woods. Yeah, nice I see uh, Bressler have to face some strikes there. He came up first to lead off last night's game and saw four pitches. All of them were balls. So this time Carricker throws him two strikes, gets him to roll over the second one, and one up, one down as a result. So now this will be
0: Joe Rico. Get the uh, stats pulled up here. Next pitch to him is going to miss ball, two. That was not a ball, that was a strike. That was a strike, thank you, Ashley. Trying to do too many things at one time here. Yeah, well, you have less to pay attention to. That one also misses. So two balls and one strike for Carricker. He has had seven appearances. He's got six starts, a record of one and three, no saves, 27 in a third innings pitch, now 27 and two-thirds. That ball's going to be hit into right field coming in on it, and it's going to take a drop as that will be Fuller. And right field will not be able to get there in time, so it'll be a leadoff single. And now this will be Jacob Manchuka, no Machuca, the right fielder. As for Carricker again, he has a 7.57 ERA coming in, he has 14
2: strikeouts, is his line. Good, Good piece in there for Riccio, the number two batter, to take that pitch to right field, plenty of room to work with out there, and is able to drop, drop it in right in front of Fuller, who is coming on. What number do you have
0: for so Carricker will look in, first pitch, Outside, ball one, as Machuca will be down. We'll be heading to count one ball and no strikes.
2: Well, character went ahead with two straight strikes to Bressler to start things off and then fell behind in the count to the last two hitters. i like to see him attack the zone and make these Alice hitters put the ball in play. Next offering, that one's going to be hit a mile in the air
0: as Wagner will spy it. He'll go in a few steps. He'll make the
2: grab. For out number two, is that is a fly out to left field. Well, Wagner didn't have, a move, didn't have to move a whole lot to bring in that one. Like you said, hit so high in the air, had plenty of time to camp under it, eventually had to come in a few steps, but that's about as easy as they come for an outfielder and not a whole lot of hard contact, although character did give up the one base hit. It wasn't hit all that hard, so at least through the first three batters, he's uh, finding weak spots in the bats.
0: So now stepping in, this will be Max Bruff, the uh, DH First pitch to him, swung on and missed. As he will be down in the count, and no balls and
2: one strike. Brough ripped a double off the wall in the later stages of Damon's start last night. Actually, it may have even been when Schmitz came into the ball game. Regardless, he had a double hard off the wall, and uh, good to see Carricker attack him here.
0: That pitch, that's gonna miss, even the count one ball and one strike. Again, two outs here as we play in the top of the first inning. Renegades just need to handle business tonight and get the win if they can. That helps their playoff race. The final game of the regular season set for tomorrow. Throw over to first base back in time is the base runner over there.
2: I like the last pitch by Carricker. Gets the blown by fastball for a swing and miss on one, then tries to go off speed, just didn't get a swing. That one's gonna be fouled
0: off as well, so that'll make the count one ball and two strikes. And Blake Gasway Ben Schmidt
2: here from the Dock and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Well, Carricker looking for his second, or excuse me, not his second strikeout, his first strikeout and out number three. And he's already shown he's been able to get Bruff behind on the fastball. Hopefully he does it again right here on a two strike count. Bruff caught last night's game, working the DH here today.
0: So he will look in, does Carricker. One ball, two strike count. Next delivery's on its way. And one caught, strike three, and that'll be the third out of the inning. And a backwards K is recorded as we will go to the bottom of the inning, still scoreless as the Renegades look to get on top early. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage. Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. your last line of defense so we go to the bottom of the first inning here as the score still tied zero to zero as leading off it'll be Tommy Reather then Cole Wagner and Caden Deal as for Reather he is a 5'9", 175 pound junior. He's a left-handed batter, right-handed thrower. He hails from Washington, Missouri, and he plays at Missouri s and So he would say he's been a multi-year renegade, and he's a late addition here this season as renegades uh, need a little help. Uh, the roster getting just a little bit thin, so Mike called Tommy up and said, hey, you want to come back and play some games? And You know what, Ben, we're doing something right because he was only supposed to be here three days. Last night was supposed to be his last night, but uh, lo and behold, he's still here. So you know what that tells me? He's having some fun.
2: Well, yeah, he had a pretty good night at the dish last night, too, uh, from the leadoff spot. So you can't leave like that when you're feeling good. He picked up the ball well. I believe he has a hit in every single game. At least two out of three, I know he has a hit in. So uh, he was able to set the tone last night a couple different times for the Renegades. I believe scored their very first run and... Uh, from there on, the Renegades were smooth sailing the rest of the way, so hopefully it's a similar start, and uh, hopefully the hard gloves still have some magic in them. Absolutely. He is rocking some non-conventional batting gloves.
0: We were talking to him last night after the game while we were eating about him, and he said he's working on a uh, NIL deal for him, so way to go. Keep keep at it, Tommy.
2: Well, he needs to present the stats uh, with with the gloves and without the <laughs> right. gloves on and see, like, oh, I'll wear these every game. If I will you guys' stuff. Look how good my numbers are.
0: So first pitch, that one's going to be on the outside part of the plate for call and strike one. So Reuther will be down on the count of 0 one For the starting pitcher for Joplin, that one called oh, that's strike really two.
2: called strike wreath too two barely leaves the batter's box in between pitches he's ready to go that's kind of a timing thing get in the mind of the starting pitcher
0: that one's going to be a bouncing ball hard to hit ball but right out the second baseman he'll glove throw to first it was low but first baseman digs it out for out number one so that will go as a four three put out for out one now this will be cole wagner stepping in as wagner He is from Festus, Missouri, a freshman at Rockhurst, left-hander across the board, listed 5'8", 170-pounder, so he will step in now. Of course, the starting pitcher for the Joplins, Eduardo Ojeda. He has had six appearances, has an 0-1 record, no saves, no game started, so this first one he's done, six and uh, two-thirds innings pitched. He has an 8.10 ERA, nine strikeouts, as that one misses high, ball one.
2: Going back to that ball put in play by Reether, it was an incredibly short throw, and Campbell picked it out. Nice work by the job on first baseman. There's going
0: to be a little high blooper hit. It's going to be caught by the shortstop going to his right for out number two. So that will be two outs now put on the board, as this will be a Caden Deal, who is the uh, utility player. He's was on third base last night. Tonight he's behind home plate. He is 5'10", 170-pounder. He's a sophomore. At Northwest Missouri State, he's going to hit a slow roller. It's going to be a tough play for the second baseman. He'll glove. He'll throw on the run. Not in time as it bounces out of the glove of the first baseman. So we'll see, Tom, hit or error.
2: I would guess that may be hit regardless. It, it was field a Field hit. Yep, no, that's probably the right call. Second baseman, uh, lot, hasn't made things easy on his first baseman, Campbell. Campbell given another opportunity to try and pick one out of the dirt. This time couldn't do it. Even if he does, that's a bang-bang play at the very least. Maybe even just safe regardless. So I understand why he gave him the hit. Good location, though, from Ojeda on all three pitches, just uh, only giving up one base runner.
0: So this will be Jack Matashak, foot 10-pound freshman from Kirkwood, Missouri. Plays at Jefferson College. First pitch he'll see down low, ball one. As Matashak will be heading the count at 0-1. His left-handed batter, right-handed thrower. So he'll have a runner on first base with two outs. Last night, two outs was the magic number for the Renegades. Scoring 12 of their 14 runs with two outs. As that pitch, that'll also miss outside. As he will be heading the count now. at Two balls and no strikes. I saw his parents here at the game. They sit, usually sit right down uh, in front of us to the left a little bit. So. Dad's up getting some uh, video of Jack. So glad to see they came out to the ballpark. Very full ballpark, but plenty of room for you to come out as that one will be called strike one. So it'll be two balls and one strike. Again, Deal standing on first base after getting that infield single. As Ojeda will look back in, get the sign. Pitch is on its way. That one way upstairs. So catcher set up for that, but didn't call for it that high. But uh, that was that was well out of the zone.
2: Yeah, Mattishek's been patient at set-bat. Forcing ahead to give him a good pitch to hit. Just the one called strike, and even that one wasn't right down the middle. It was borderline.
0: So, Mojita's next offering. That one's going to be in there for called strike two. So, now we will be full of three balls and two strikes.
2: Just nabbed the inside corner there. Uh, about a perfect as place as you can put it without it being called ball four. And, Mattishek would have to really pull the hand to do anything with it. So, two
0: outs on the scoreboard. Again, runner on first base. Mohita's next delivery as Deal will travel to second. So it is going to be a walk issue to Matta So now it'll be two runners on. This will be Carter Gorling stepping in as Gorling has uh, has a red hot bat right now. He is from the Woodlands, Texas. He's 6'3", 200 pound. He is a freshman, right hander across the board. And he goes to the, uh, a school in Colorado. Had we determined it was Colorado School of Mines? Yep. Some combination of those words, maybe, and, or the included in there. So he will step in here, again, on the right-hand side of the plate, two on. With two out, he's going to rip a ball, and it's caught on the run by the second baseman, and that is Lott, and that will be out, number three, as that will strand two on the base path. No runs were scored. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
8: Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hossloglandscape.com.
9: to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business.
0: We go to the bottom of the second inning now, as it'll be batters six. Sorry, top of the second inning, batters five, six, and seven will be coming to play here. As Caleb Carricker. Entering his second inning to work so far, he looked pretty sharp, faced one more than the minimum here in the first inning. So he will face Carpenter, Campbell, and Fagan will be the three that are due up.
2: Well, if Carriker can attack the strike zone like he did in the first inning, he'll continue to have success, obviously racked up the strikeout. And on the three balls put in play, none of them were really hit all that hard. And I think that's what you're able to do when you attack the strike zone, get some late swings and some off-timing swings. So this will be
0: uh, Carson Carpenter stepping in, the center fielder. You get a with a oh, okay. So Carriker will look back in. Next pitch on its way. That one in there for called strike one. That's a good location right there.
2: Yeah, a great backdoor pitch right there. Just nabs the outside corner away to a left-handed hitter. That's a tough pitch to hit.
0: That one swung on and missed, so two pitches has the count
2: 0-2. Yeah, I think Carpenter was expecting fastball there because he was way out in front of that pitch and swung uh, pretty uh, pretty far over the top of it. So maybe now Character, after two ugly swings, or one ugly swing goes heat right here. So 0-2 offering, that one upstairs. Yep, he went fastball but went way upstairs, with it, trying to get a chase up. Uh, Maybe after messing with the timing of Carpenter on the 0-1 pitch, trying to get him to swing out in front, uh, but just couldn't do it. It was pretty high. So one ball,
0: two strike count. Next pitch, that one just a little high, just a little outside. So we'll go two balls and two strike. Campbell in the on-deck circle. Sam Fagan, the left fielder, he is in the three hole. A 2-2 pitch on its way. That one upstairs, tried to get him to chase another one.
2: Now we've gone full. Yeah, Carricker with these last couple pitches has just tried to find the perfect pitch, perfect location, and has missed with all three. Now, right here, just put one in the zone and make Carpenter get himself out. Carricker will shake off a sign. Now he'll get what he's looking for. That one's
0: going to be ripped down the first baseline. It'll be fair as Gorling will grab it. He will step on the bag. That goes as an out, three unassisted. So now this will be Matt Campbell, the first baseman. He steps in as,
2: did he have the home run last night? I thought it might have been Carpenter who had I the home it run. I think it was Carpenter. It was yeah. one of the two. If you're because thinking of I made the Rizzo comment, then he hit a home run. Yeah, you're right. But in a two-strike a moment ago, great awareness by Carriker to just put one in the zone. It was a fastball, very hittable one, and forces Carpenter to roll over, easy out to first base. So
0: first pitch on its way. That one missed just a little low and outside. Ball one. So Campbell will be heading the count at one ball and no strikes against Carricker. This is arguably the best Renegades defensive infield right now with the players they have left. 1-0 pitch, that one missed upstairs. That makes it two balls and no strikes. I think you're exactly right on that. It's not the best lineup that we could look at from the players all season long, but the best that they have with who they currently have on the roster. Carricker's 2-0
2: pitch, that one just missed outside. Well, even when you look at the overall roster from where it was at at the start, it still may be in terms of the gloves and the fielding percentage. You've got Imgarten and Hopkins on the left side, odd and growing on the right. I mean, it seems like all four of them are pretty much locked to make the play. Rio
0: pitch, that one down central, called strike one. Makes it three balls and one strike. Eventually that little guy's going to figure out there's a thing there to run into because he's hit it every time he's gone by.
2: Yeah, the uh, umbrella keeps us, <laughs> us in the shade, but it's, I guess, a hazard for walking by little leaguers. There's going to be a ball hit into right field. Like I said, he'll figure it out
0: as coming over and in on it and camping out, making the grab right on the edge of foul territory is Luke Fuller for out number two. So that will be
2: two up and two down. Yeah, Fuller played that ball well coming in on it, was going full speed, and then was able to camp under it once he finally had it measured. Well, a ball that just stayed into fair territory, but a Fuller, not a... Not a ton of innings out there in right field this season made it look easy. Exactly. That's That was exactly what
0: I was thinking. And, you know, it's different playing in the outfield. It's a lot different of how you have to track a ball and what you need to do. So it'll be two outs on the board, nobody on the base path. This will be Sam Fagan, the left fielder, first pitch to him, called strike one. As Carricker trying to retire the minimum, he faced one more than the minimum last time, looking to face the minimum here.
2: All right, now I need to know who ordered Domino's. I know, the right? Ballpark, There's some yeah. fans
0: walked by, had Domino's pizza. They've got the right idea. 0 1 offering. That one dropped in the strike zone for strike number two.
2: going to say, I don't think we, I know we're doing giving away a lot tonight, but I didn't think Domino's Pizza was on if that list. If they're giving away Domino's Pizza and they didn't bring us any, I'm going to
0: be a little angry about that. I'm going to be a little salty. So 0 2 pitch from Carricker forthcoming. He'll shake off a couple, shake off a third now. He'll get the one he's looking for. 0 2 pitch on its way. That one a bit outside. Nice job of deal to slide over and get it, keep it in front of him.
2: Yeah, like the, especially in an 0-2 count to give a waste pitch right there, try and get a chase out of the batter for the Owls the in Fagone, but just couldn't get him to expand his strike zone. Well, Fagan will step back
0: in. 1-2 pitch on its way. That one called <laughs> strike three. Both third strikeouts come with a backwards K for the first inning and here in the second inning. So he sees three up and three down. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to Exclusive Coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
10: The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson
1: City Chapter 10, Doing Little Things to Make a Big Difference.
5: Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter
1: in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today.
11: Take the law!
12: Moex Dock & Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock & Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, Plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock & Norm Direct.
13: When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131.
1: We are Farmers bum 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 bum
14: Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
0: We'll go to the bottom of the second inning as this will be Luke Fuller stepping in for the Renegades. He hit about the hardest, if not the hardest, hit double last night. We've seen his first pitch, he'll see, goes uh, wide of the strike zone for ball one as he's in right field for Fuller. He's listed at 6'1", 200 pounds. Has that one in there for called strike one. So even the count at one and one. As he, they as said listed 6'1", 200 pounds. He's a freshman at Drury. Hails from Chesterfield, Missouri, right-hander across the board. That one upstairs. That takes the count to two balls and one strike. He's been a player we've seen behind home plate. We've seen him in the infield. We've seen him in the outfield and just about saw him a few nights ago on the mound. So he's very versatile and uh, had a good time talking with him last night after the game. 2-1 pitch on its way. There's going to be another ball. That's going to be another single as that will get down into center field. So he's going to be standing on first base with no outs here as Andrew Imgarten will be the batter that steps in. He's the third baseman. He's hitting in the seven hole. As for Imgarten, he's 6-foot, 180-pound freshman. He is from Moberly, Missouri. He is a Missouri Baptist student, and he is a left-handed a right-handed thrower
2: yeah I think Fuller's trying to uh, starting to find his timing at the plate had a not so good day on offense in Nevada a couple nights ago they got the night off in Sedalia obviously smoked a ball last night there's going
0: to be a balancing ball Imgarten hits it to first they'll throw to second to get the out there and nobody covering the bag so it'll be a fielder's choice so Fuller is retired on the fielder's choice I'm going to say Ashley
2: there you were singing tonight but you were a little off key I don't think even if there is someone covering the bag that they turn to right there, right. just too much speed from M. Garden. but give credit to Campbell, the first baseman, because that is often a play when the first baseman, a right-handed thrower, has to turn their whole body, and we see them sail it into left field. That was a perfect throw to a wrestler covering the bag at second. So this will be Colby
0: Ott, 5'10", 180-pound freshman. He's at Jefferson College. He's going to hit that one off the end of the bat. Coming in is the right fielder, also coming over as the second baseman. As he will make the grab for out number two, as the right fielder, that's Machuca, dives for no reason, but uh, well, yeah, look,
2: looked like Lot had that ball measured all the way, and then I don't know if Machuca was because he dove to the right of where the ball was too. So I'm starting to think maybe he just lost his balance because if if that was a diving attempt at the ball, then I think we may need to to, to question his his eyesight. So this will be man.
0: coming in. This will be uh, Taylor Hopkins first pitch. To him inside ball one. As for Hopkins, here it is, uh, cheering section here. He's five, eleven 1, 1,190-pound freshman at William Woods. He's from right here in Jefferson City, right-hander across the board. He'll foul that one out of place, so
2: that'll even the count at one ball and one strike. Yeah, Hopkins has been a force in the Renegades lineup at the bottom of the order, especially in the month of July. He's been one of the most counted on Renegades hitters. So one ball, one strike count. Again, two outs,
0: runner on first as that one will miss. So he will be heading to count at three balls and one strike. Wearing the red batting gloves here tonight, what he's decided to break out. We've seen him wear black ones, red ones, green ones. Don't miss any other colors?
2: No. I think he had some
0: white ones, maybe. There's going to be another ball fouled off. So we'll be even at two balls, two strikes.
2: Well, Hopkins last night at the start in his first two at-bats chased pitches out of the zone for swing and miss strike threes. And then from there on out, really honed in on the strike zone and we didn't see a lot of wild swings. Hopefully that continues with good plate discipline tonight.
0: So two balls, two strikes, two outs as we play here in the bottom of the second. Runner on first base, that's Imgarten. He's going to take second. There's going to be a ball. It's going to be hit into center field. Center fielder coming in on it. That's Carpenter. He'll make the grab for out number three. The hit and run was on, but it was hit right at the center fielder. So Despite having uh, two hits in their one hit in the inning, there was no runs put up, no errors, one left on base. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
15: 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares Innovative Communication Solutions.
11: At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer, you're a parent, you're a neighbor.
0: we go to the top of the third inning now still scoreless as this will be batters eight nine and one that'll be due up this will be Cade Lott then Corey Saracusa and then top of the lineup in Caden Bressler
2: Fun conversation there between Lott and a deal behind the dish. They were they were smiling and talking, a little bit of laughing going on before the umpire had returned to back behind home plate, so don't know if they have any pass connection, but cool moment there. He'll show Bun, he'll lay it down.
0: As it yeah, will that- be an infield single.
2: That's about a perfect spot as you could put it. Too far out for the catcher deal to go and get it, but a long way in for Carricker to come, and he bobbled it on the bare hand. But I don't think they get a lot, even if that's a perfect play. So yeah, and fun it's, fun as second. as as rushed as that throw was, I uh, I'm fairly confident
0: that there's a high probability that possibly goes into right field too. Yeah, you're he's right. trying to hurry the throw. So this will be third baseman Corey Saracusa stepping in. So that'll be one on here with nobody out as Carricker looks back in.
2: Hopefully his parents are listening once again tonight.
0: He'll show Bunt. It'll be outside as Deal
2: goes out and gets that. Looks like they yeah, are listening. Yep, Saracusa family. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight.
0: Well you're supposed to tell us, Ashley, you're miss know everybody who's on the field. Yeah, what's fuller? Next pitch, that one swung on and missed. Evens account: count, one ball, one strike. Guess I should probably write that change down. Who'd they sub in, Joe? For who? 15. 15.
2: <coughs> that- Herschler's in right field. Oh, her- no, he's not. Where did they sub Joe in? Herschler's hair is not that long.
0: I was looking at right field.
2: I was going to say, I, I, that's that's Luke Fuller out there in right field. Yes. I don't know. Ashley talks to us here sometimes, and we can't hear.
0: <laughs> hey, you're a teacher. That's what's bad. That ball's going to be hit on the end of the bat into right field. So it'll be two runners on as it'll be now batters at first and second after back-to-back hits given up by Carricker.
2: Yep, that's Joe Hersher in left field. That makes a lot of sense. This will be
0: Caden Bressler, the shortstop, stepping in.
2: That was a good piece of hitting by Syracuse a moment ago. Um, Just taking the ball out to right field. Ott was pulled a little bit more out the middle, so plenty of room to work with. And now two runners on. We may see Bunt with nobody out in the third. So Nobody out here. Two runners on.
0: And stepping back in is Carriker. And that ball is low. He does show Bunt. So that will make it one ball and no strike count. So one ball, no strike count. As Carricker will look back in, get the signs from Deal. As the third base coach for Joplin rolls through a plethora of signs. As Bressler looks at all those. Carricker's next offering, there's going to be a ball fouled back. So we'll go even a one ball and one strike. Good contingent of fans have come out to the ballpark. We've got... Youngsters, we've got oldsters. We've got Santa Claus even has made his way out here. Santa Claus in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, I mean he doesn't have anything out. else to do right now, so absolutely come out and hang out at the ballpark.
2: It's hard to miss his shirt. Literally says Santa in big letters right in the middle of it. So <laughs>
0: yeah, he is he is dressed the part for sure. A
2: Santa in summertime.
0: So one one pitch, yeah, Bresler will show bunt. He will pull it back, take ball two. So that'll
2: make it two balls and one strike. I'm just interested to see how Herschler feels the position out in left field. Obviously a catcher, haven't seen him out there at this point this season. Maybe just don't know the reason for the substitution, but a chance for Herschler to throw out some, to show off some versatility.
0: So one ball, sorry, two balls, one strike count. Next pitch on its way, that one way upstairs.
2: So we'll go three balls and one strike. Well, Carrick has got to find the zone here because you miss once more bases loaded. No,ah, that's a tough situation to get out of without giving up multiple runs. And a 3-1 count here, I just... I'm not throwing it right down the middle, but I'm certainly putting a pitch uh, pretty well in the zone. I hope you have the batter breast so get himself out. If you're not throwing it right down the middle, you're
0: going to throw it left down the middle? Yeah. That one's going to be fouled back, so we'll go full. And Three balls and two strikes. The on-deck circles their catcher.
2: Well, it just depends how much fuel Carricker has for and how much control he has tonight. If he's fighting it with the off-speed and fastball, in that situation, yeah, you basically just have to say, here it is, come and hit it. But now on a 3-2 pitch, if you have enough if you have enough faith in the curveball, I wouldn't be afraid to throw it right here, but you have to be sure that you're not going to bounce it. So three balls and two strikes
0: now as we're a full count payoff pitch on its way. That one's going to be fouled out of place, so we will do it again. This upcoming pitch, this is the seventh pitch of the at-bat here. Is Jack
2: Matyshek comes out, and it's a foul ball, so. Looked like Carricker went fastball back-to-back pitches there, and it got off the inside part of the bat at Brest, so We'll see if we go fastball three times in a row. So,
0: Bressler steps back in here.
2: Carriker looks back
0: in. He'll have a long look in, check the runner at second. Payoff pitch. There's going to be a ball that's going to be hit as left field coming in on it is
2: Herschler. He'll settle under it, make the grab out, number one. Well, looks like he played that pretty good. You know what they say, the ball will find you just into the game, and in a big opportunity, ball hit right at him, and easy enough made the play, and a big, big, big bounce back there for character And a 3-1 count, it easily could have been bases loaded, no outs. But now you get out, number one. First and second, one out. Still a long ways to go, but it feels a whole lot better than where that inning looked to be headed. Well, like
0: you said, if he uh, doesn't find a way to get the out, it's now bases loaded with no outs, which is... Not a good position to be in at all, especially any time, but particularly just in the third inning. So Carricker looks back in, first delivery, that one outside as that ball gets away from Deal, so he will track it down,
2: but the runners do advance around the base path one spot. Well, yeah, that's big right there because now just a ball in play with only one out could mean a one-nothing drop and lead, and a completely different approach now coming for the catcher. I believe it's the catcher, Ricky. Oh, yeah. So now just looking to put the ball in play where before he just didn't want to hit it with a ball on the ground.
0: So Carrico will look over at third. Now he'll slowly turn the head to home. 1-0 offering, that one way outside. That'll make the ball, the uh, strike two balls and no strikes. So he said, a lot going on here at the ballpark. Kids can run the bases afterwards, get player autographs as well. We've got panchero burritos here. The deal on light beer for Friday Night Lights. It's our season finale for home games. That one in there called Strike One. It's also our fan appreciation night, Christmas in July. Well, you said last night if you don't leave here with something, some sort of giveaway, then Absolutely. you're not doing all right. We've got all kinds of giveaways in store and some things upcoming here. So, yeah, if you don't walk away with something, then you apparently probably weren't paying attention. 2-1 pitch from Carriker will be on its way. That one
2: called strike two. So now we're even at two balls and two strikes. Well, we already had one prize given away. I didn't see what exactly it was, but it was a trivia question. What is the uh, – on the, what is the 10th day of Christmas in the song, and someone got it right. I don't know the answer, but someone got it. Isn't it 10 Lords a leaping? Sounds, sounds about right. Big pitch coming here, need out number two. That one's going to be a ball that's going to be
0: hit into left field as Herster will glove. He is going to throw home one run, will score as the Outlaws have a lead at one to nothing as that is an RBI single.
2: I think a smart decision there for the Outlaws not to ch- not to challenge uh Herschler's right arm as he fired in a bullet to the cutoff man, in garden, and if they send Syracuse right there, that ball probably gets to the plate before Syracuse is even halfway home.
0: So Machuca steps in now, the right fielder, he's 0 for 1. As one out, Carriker will look back in. Runners on the corners here. Looking back in. Carricker's next offering. That one's going to be a ball lifted to right field. It's Fuller going back on it. Still going back. Still, he'll make the grab at the wall. he turn and throw to second. So the run will score on that sack fly. So now it's a 2 0 jumping lead, but it does get out number two.
2: And smart decision there by Fuller because that ball, uh, can't tell exactly where because we're just straight on, but wasn't all that far from the track and no chance to throw out Syracuse coming home. So fire it into second base, hold the other runner from heading up into scoring position. And that's just a fundamentally sound baseball play by a guy who hasn't played a lot of right field this year.
0: So Max Brough will step in now. First pitch to him. He's going to hit a ball that's carrying well into left field as... Going over is Tommy Reether. He makes a diving grab, goes down to one knee in front of the My Fair Ellie sign for out number three. Thought that was going off the bat. I thought it was too. It looked like it was gone, but Hershler was giving way to the center fielder who had a better read on it. That's Tommy Reether. So in the inning, a couple runs were scored. So the Outlaws lead by a score of two to nothing. We'll take a quick break and be back. If you're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
14: Com, or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti.
10: Serving the Capital City and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions, as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the Capital City accredited by the american animal hospital association to schedule an appointment call the team at animal medical center of jefferson city at 573-636-4626
0: we go to the bottom of the third inning as the renegades trail my score of two to nothing now see if we got an update from the nevada game So it is 11 to 11-2 with <laughs> Sedalia in the top Yeesh. of the sixth inning.
2: Well, Renegades just need to take care of business on their end now. They're getting help from the Bombers. And and now that with Sedalia winning two and playing two games tonight, the Outlaws have a lot to play for as well because if the Outlaws lose here once again to the Renegades, the Bombers could catch them for that division crown. So big, big uh, implications on both sides, even though Outlaws looked like they had their division wrapped up. So this will be top
0: of the lineup in batters 1, 2, and 3. And stepping in, this will be Tommy Reether. As he sees the first pitch, miss ball one. He's going to foul that one straight back with just underneath it. He fouls it back again. He's uh, wearing the unconventional batting gloves, trying to get an NIL deal from Carhartt or one of the suppliers like that. But you know what? They had some magic last night in them. I think there's any left here for tonight.
2: Uh, I sure hope so. Hopefully, we can get the Renegades rally started here in the third. So, one ball, two strike count. Who is that over there doing the 50 50?
0: It's
2: Jeremy way? Parks. Gotcha. Okay, it's so a new Claus. addition.
0: Santa, Jeremy, Jeremy, Santa. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, I know Santa Claus.
0: <laughs> one missed, two balls, two strikes. Ashley, Santa, Jeremy. Jeremy, Santa, Ashley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. So, two balls, two strikes. Yes, I did, Ashley. Next pitch, that one's going to be upstairs and a bit outside. So now we'll go full. Three balls and two strikes. Joe Hershler, the left fielder.
2: I'm not going to lie, that sounds kind of weird.
0: Don't know if he I don't know if he was
2: expecting to play out there tonight. He's
0: done well. Tommy Reether's going to hit a monster shot to center field, however, going back onto his carpenter. Ballpark will hold it. And he will make the grab. Tommy yeah. saw it well, but. Again, yeah, they didn't ask us to design this ballpark, which is good because there would have been about uh, 47 home runs per game hit in the ballpark if we did.
2: Yeah, if you know the Yankees short porch and right field, I would just put that everywhere. I want more runs, more home runs. and In my world, that's a home run for Wither.
0: Well, this will be Joe Hersler, first pitch to him, misses ball one. So he said he was uh, subbed in here in the second into left field for Cole Wagner.
2: Hope Wagner's all right. We didn't don't totally know the reason for that substitution.
0: 1-0 pitch. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. Hit hard at the shortstop. He'll let it bounce to him. He'll glove throw it a first in time. Gets a
2: 6-3 out there. So two up and two down. Well, good inning here for uh, Ojeda. I mean, overall, he's put up now two and two thirds of pretty strong pitching. Renegades haven't had a whole lot uh, to do against him. I believe just one base runner, maybe two at this
11: point.
0: Yeah, they've had uh, three base runners. They've had two Ah. hits. No runs put up, though. So now this will be Caden Deal, the catcher. He'll see the first pitch straight down central. He'll take that as strike one. We posted on our uh, on the Renegade social media about uh, Tommy and Cade coming back this season, late in the season for the Renegades. So I have a nice little graphic that somebody made. That somebody was me, but uh, had a couple of graphics we made that got shared. So. One of the reasons you ought to follow the Jefferson City Renegades on Facebook. That one's upstairs, misses ball two, so that makes it two balls, one strike. Also, you can follow us here on the Show Me Sports Network. Just search for Show Me Sports Network on Facebook. You'll find us there, as well as on Twitter. You can find us at Show Me Sports Net. We didn't have enough characters to put network, so Show Me Sports Net. 2-1 pitch on its way. There's going to be a slow roll, high bouncing ball. will be gloved at first. He will step on the bag is Campbell and that is out number three. So three up and three down in the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage. Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. <laughs> more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Well, Carriker comes out for another ending of work here as his team trails by a score of two to nothing. Well, he's got some work to do here. A little sing-along here with the crowd.
2: Well, hopefully Carriker can bounce back after the the, the third inning that he had where he gave up the two runs. And Renegades so far on offense haven't been able to put a whole lot together. And now Carricker just has to do his best to keep... The outlaws right here in this two nothing deficit, and in the first couple innings had pounded the zone a lot, and didn't necessarily not do that in the third inning, but certainly was a lot more outside of the zone. So now you're just hoping that back now out on the mound in the fourth that we see more consistent strike zone pitches.
0: So this will be top of the fourth inning. As it'll be batters five, six, and seven. That's Carpenter, Campbell, and Fagan will be the three due up. As the Outlaws score two in the last frame, and they lead by a score of two to nothing. So, boy, our peanut gallery sure is awful chatty back here.
2: There's a uh, lot the of peanut stuff going gallery
0: on. could go over there and have their conversation too. So you're awful chatty here tonight. I can't hear. I can't hear my brain talking to me. Good contingent of crowd has made their way out to the ballpark here tonight, so we need to find a way to make the, uh, make the attendance this
2: every night. Yeah, I'm sure this is, is a good feeling for the guys out there, seeing everyone out to support them here tonight, hopefully support them as they uh, get, get one win closer to the playoffs.
0: So first pitch from Carricker is going to be upstairs to Carpenter,
2: ball one. Well, Carpenter is 0 for 1 here tonight. Carricka got Carpenter to look foolish on a couple of swings out in front of the ball. Hopefully he can find the same command right here. A
0: 1-0 pitch. That one in there called strike one. So we're even at one ball and one
2: strike. And that was a beautiful pitch there. Just caught the outside corner of the plate. Hard to do much with that with your lefty except take it to left field.
0: That one's going to be a 1-1 ball hit. Well
2: to odd at second. He'll glove through to first for out number one. That was one heck of a bat flip on a ground ball at a second base. I think it was more Carpenter just being upset with himself. But I looked over, and that bat was, was, was in the air going down the first baseline. Yeah, he
0: was not happy at that at all. So now stepping in, this will be first baseman Matt Campbell. Campbell is 0 for 1, so he will step in here. So he is playing first base here tonight. Also played there. we played first base last night. He did play. A, or oh, remember if it was first base offhand. He's going to crank that one foul. That'll get out of
2: place, so it'll make the count. And no balls and one strike. Well, good start to the inning for Carragher, tying the first batter face. Now just looking to keep that thing up and uh, push, push his start deeper and deeper into this ballgame.
0: You know what else is going to be fun tonight is our Hey Baby dance. going to be a lot of people here that are going to get introduced to that here this evening. oh one one pitch, that
2: one in there called strike two hopefully we have a good uh the little leaguers really get into it and uh, really enjoy it because there's certainly a ton of them that can make it a whole lot of fun
0: so 0-2 pitch from Carricker will be forthcoming here as he gets the sign one out pitch is on the way that one just missed a little low so that'll make it one ball and two strikes as campbell trying to stay alive after he got down in the count at 0-2 Carricker trying to get the uh, third strike out of the game he's got two so far that one is going to miss just outside and low that takes it two balls and two strikes yet both of those strikeouts have been the backwards k kind so he has froze the batter a couple times didn't let him get the bat off their shoulder two two pitch is on its way that one's going to be fouled out so we will still stay at two balls and two strikes
2: big looping curveball there by Carricker on the delivery to uh the first baseman standing in and just was late on it, Felt it straight back, lives to see another pitch, but now Carpenter could potentially speed him back up and come with the fastball.
0: So two balls, two strikes. Looking back in is Carricker. He'll shake off the sign. Now he'll get set. 2-2 pitch on its way. That one upstairs. So now we're full of three balls and two strikes.
2: Tried to speed Campbell up there with the fastball, but just missed up with it. Maybe since he started the curveball at that same eye line was trying to go similar spot, but didn't get Campbell to chase. He's done a good job laying off in this at-bat.
0: So payoff pitch is going to be headed to the plate. That one fouled off, so we'll do it again. As character on the mound, deal behind home plate. Gorling at first, out on second, M. Garden at third, shortstop is Hopkins. Left fielder is, was Wagner, now it's Hershler. Then uh, we have Reether at center field and Fuller at right field. So it'll be a payoff pitch on the way. There's going to be a high chopper as M. Garten adjusts at third. He'll glove. Quick throw to first. And time for out number two. That is another one of those plays that just going to look like a 5-3 out, but that could have gone wrong a whole lot of different ways.
2: Yeah, and I can say for certain that uh, enough to get Campbell out there, but not every single Outlaws runner would have been out on that play because it was hit so hard into the ground that Imgarden had to wait so long back on it. And although he played it as well as he could and delivered a perfect throw, if that's one of the faster runners on the Outlaws roster, that's an infield single just because of, of where it was placed.
0: So Sam Fagan steps in here as he is 0-for-1. He has that backwards K, one of those two backwards Ks. He's gonna foul tip that one back. It'll
2: be strike one. And then Fagan using the bat to steal that ball away before Deal can grab it. A little bit of gamesmanship going on there between the the batter and catcher.
0: So Fagan will step back in again. He is another uh, outlaw that played last year for Joplin. So these two players have seen each other a few times. 01 offering. There's going to be a ball ripped foul towards the third base dugout of the renegades. So that will make the count. No balls and two strikes. Well, both the Carricker strikeouts have been backwards case to end innings, and this is the Let's spot potentially for number three. Exactly right about that. So Carriker still on the mound here. He's given up two runs on four hits. So he'll shake off a sign. He'll find what he's looking for, the O-2 pitch. Is on its way. That one in there called strike three. And Fagan says, "Come on now," as he has struck out backwards K twice now. As he's still having some words as he's headed to the dugout. So that will end the inning. As Outlaws still lead by a score of two to nothing. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network
3: throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch. Fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off woodback company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com we are
4: state tech we are hands-on education when you choose the number one two-year college in the country you know you will be ready for your career that's why at state tech we say from the classroom to your career we are the employer's choice We are State Tech.
0: We go here to the bottom of the fourth inning. As Jack Matishak will be leading off here for the Renegades. It'll be Matashak, Gorling, and Fuller will be the three that are set to be due up. It's about time the Renegades' bat came alive a little bit, found some power here as Matashak swings at that one. That was in on him, but he could not lay off of it. Strike one.
2: Yeah, certainly a much tougher time at the plate tonight for the Renegades against Ojeda than it was last night against Yamasaki and the rest of the Outlaws pitching staff. Although still plenty of time, six more trips to the plate coming up.
0: So, all one count. Next pitch. That one down central
2: called strike two. Uh, That's a good off speed pitch there. Uh, Messed with Maddishak's timing a little bit and watches that one fall right into the glove. We got uh, a fun game going
0: on down here. We'll talk about it in just a minute. Oh, two pitch swung on and missed. That'll be out number one as Maddishak is retired. Now, this is first baseman Carter Gorling. So, we said it's Christmas in July. So, we've got three teams. Is there three teams? Yep, three teams down here that are having to wrap one of their, their three people per team, and they have to wrap one of their participants up like a present. Neatness counts. So they're busy trying to wrap one of the youngsters up and make them look all pretty like a Christmas package here at the ballpark. That pitch in there called strike one. i got to say, too, not to toot my own horn, but you know whose idea that was? Uh, not mine. That was mine. <laughs> so they can thank me later. That was one I suggested, though. And it looks like it's a lot of fun down there. That pitch bounces by everybody, so we'll even at one ball, one strike.
2: I'll say right now I have an early favorite because the other two went to do, decided to do the lower body, always just one one circle, and then the other team is just doing individual legs. So I think that is going to look better when it's I agree. all set and done. That, yep, I agree. That's I think my that's my where, favorite. <laughs> where
0: my money's at, too. Make it a little easier to move around, too. So one ball, one strike count. That pitch, that in there for called strike two, so Gorline will be down in the
2: count at one ball and two strikes now. Well, see, the thing is they have the entire bottom of the fourth to wrap, but, I mean, the individual leg thing is a little bit longer of a process, so if the Renegades go 3-0, three 3-down, three I don't know if they'll get it done in time.
0: The next pitch, that one, in there for called strike three. It bent into the strike zone for out number two. Now it's to be right fielder and Luke Fuller stepping in, two outs on the board as he steps in now.
2: Fun little moment, the third baseman for the Allies, Syracuse, hand-delivered that baseball back to his pitcher. And uh, whatever's working, it, it don't change it for Ojeda because he has got the Renegades hitters off balance and has kept them scoreless to three and two-thirds. So first offering from
0: Ojeda is strike one. So Fuller will be down in the count at 0-1. and 1. You can see a little faster work now going, trying to wrap up the uh, the, the youngsters down there. So... Next pitch, that one's going to be a ball hit on the board and off the shortstop's glove into left center field. So that'll be a two-out hit for Luke Fuller. He has a two-hit game now. He had a, several hits, including three or four RBIs last night. Oh, Tom, you're taking it from him. Oh,
2: come on, Tom. Yeah, that was a smoked baseball, and the shortstop wrestler would have had to make a pretty good pick on one hop. If he does pick it, he would have had plenty of time to throw out for because it was hit so hard, but... uh. Fuller's seeing the ball right now, and uh, obviously I don't know how head coach Mike DeMuele is gonna score that, but I would not hit. be shocked if he gives him a hit right there.
0: Tom gives him an E6, so that pitch upstairs and inside ball one. So Fuller still has a leadoff hit here in the game, and he's reached base safely in both of his at-bats. Had three R- no, four RBIs last night, including a three-RBI double in the hardest hit ball we've seen this season. It was hit to left field. There's gonna be a ball smoked down the first baseline, so I'll leave the count at one ball and one strike.
2: I have a new leader in the clubhouse, so the wrapping paper, though. the team <laughs> the, that has decided green, green <laughs> to wrap the head but punch out the eye holes and mouth holes, I think, looks really I, good. I like,
0: but the, the Santa Claus one's looking pretty hot, too.
2: Well, I guess they have some creativity because they put the bow on his forehead.
0: <laughs> they're all They're all very different here, to say the least. So one ball, two strike count, you know, we might have to bring this back. At some other games, obviously not anymore this season, at least regular season, as that pitch missed ball too. But we might have to think about incorporating this game in the future into uh, some of our other festivities here, even though it's not Christmas in July. But uh, yeah, get an idea on how it how it goes here. So
2: I think there's a case at this point for each of the three. I will not, I would not <laughs> I be shocked either way.
0: Two one offering that one outside, so that makes it three balls and one strike. Yeah, it's kind of like you know. You, you almost maybe know what they wrapped up, but there's just a little bit of question and maybe you don't know exactly what it is.
2: If the team in the back that is doing the individual arms and legs can finish up the head before the inning ends, that'll be my pick. But if it's incomplete wrapping paper, you got to dock them some points.
0: So three balls and one strike, that pitch outside. So Emgarten is going to be issued a two-out walk. Well, now the go-ahead run is stepping to bat here as Colby Ott steps in. You know, I forgot to ask him. There was so much going on during our, uh, during our pregame. Well, not just a pregame, but everything before the game. I meant to ask if they did their little uh, seance. What would you call that? Their little
2: ceremony they did? Oh, I don't think you can do that back-to-back game. Well, I think he, that's he a, was oh. going to
0: do something a little different.
2: Yeah, you, you can't do the same ritual back-to-back games. They so. did a
0: little ritual where some of the players put all the bats on home plate, made a little design, and had a little ceremony out there for him as first pitch in there for called strike one. It worked last night. They had 14 runs on 14 hits, including 12 runs with two outs on the board.
2: Yeah, I think you could have done a different one tonight, but doing the same one back-to-back, I think it's going to undo whatever you did last night. So
0: two on, 0-1 oh, pitch, that one way outside. That evens a count. At one ball and one strike. Again, two outs on the board here, but two runners on at first and second, as it'll be Fuller at second base, Imgarden at first base. Kind of lost our viewpoint now as the kids have gathered up here. That one upstairs, that makes it two balls, one strike. Hey, Wildcat kid. Down in front. He's not listening. You're okay, Santa. Talk to that kid. <laughs> hey, can you move so we can see what's going on? Thank you. Okay, now we got our view back. We always got room for Santa here at the ballpark. That one's going to get by Ott. And the catcher, so everybody's going to move forward a base path. So Gartner will go to second. Fuller will go to third base.
2: Well, that could turn up being very, very big, although odds still had three balls and a strike, so if he walks from here, it doesn't end up making a difference. But now a base hit could potentially score two runs and tie the game rather than just cutting the lead in half.
0: Well, I think I got my clear runner on the uh, wrapping competition here. I think it's been pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered by the team back there in the corner. Yeah. So three balls and one strike in the on-deck circle is Taylor Hopkins. So two on, two outs. Next pitch, that one upstairs. So Cole beyond is going to be given a walk. So now it'll be bases loaded with two outs for Taylor
2: Hopkins to step in. Well, we'll see if the two-out magic can continue. All three base runners reaching this inning after two outs were recorded. Two outs in relatively quick fashion, both on strikeouts. And now we'll see if the... The Renegades are able to take advantage in Taylor Hopkins, and with the way they're all walking off, this might be a pitching change in a bases-loaded situation.
0: Well, there is a meeting on the mound, so it's not uh, not over yet. The inning is some of the uh, contestants they're trying to finish up, but they still got a little bit of time left to try to get the uh, get the wrapping done. There, there are three very distinct different styles. This this green one over here has like the uh, has like the the shoulder pad thing it's going like a, on? It's like a, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Shoulder pads, like yeah. a, a smock almost yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's probably some fancy name for that. We're just not cultured enough to know what to call
2: that. Well, it's like the thing they put on you, like if you they put around you when you're getting like a haircut. And it just hangs down over you and catches all the hair. It's like one of those. Yeah, it's things. just a
0: short. It's just a shorter one. It's yeah. it's got uh, it's kind of cut off the bottom. The one in the back there, the dark green one, looks like a Christmas tree.
2: I need to see her turn around to see what the front looks like because from the back point of view, it looks a great.
0: So this will be bases loaded here with Taylor Hopkins stepping in. He has won a game in walk-off fashion earlier this season. First pitch, missed ball one. So he knows how to work under pressure as two outs here on the board. The Outlaws lead by a score of 2 to nothing. Renegades, though, trying to work here as they've got the bases loaded as... Well, he does next delivery. That one's going to be a ball that's going to be fouled off, and it will
2: get out of play. So Hopkins just a little bit behind that swing. Well, if Hopkins, similar spot to where that ball went, can punch one down the right field line, Renegade's base runners may be able to run for days because the right fielder is pulled a little bit more towards the right center field gap. So there's a lot of room to work with.
0: So that evens the count, one ball, one strike, base is loaded, next pitch, bouncing ball, as it's gonna be stopped, throw to first, not in time, As stopped by the second baseman, and a run will score, and the Renegades have cut the lead down to one, at two to one, as an infield single for Hopkins gives him an RBI, and cuts that lead down, now we'll go back to the top of the lineup, and Tommy Reather, he is a lethal batter, we'll see if he can pull one out
2: here, as again, runs coming with two outs on the scoreboard. Tell you what, off the bat, I thought that was heading for center field, and Hopkins did too because he had started around and then realized he had to come back and touch the bag. First pitch to Reuther misses upstairs. Ball one. It was kind of funny because when the long throw was made by the second baseman Ott, Hopkins was kind of in the grass on the right side of the bag and then made a left turn to catch the bag on on his way by. So
0: one ball, no strike count. Next pitch on its way. That one's going to be fouled back. So we'll even at one ball. And one strike, Joe Hershler, the left fielder. Yep, you heard that right. Normally behind home plate or DH, but he is subbed into left field here tonight.
2: al is not holding any of the three runners on with two outs, so big leads at every single base for the Renegades.
0: Aretha will step back in the left-hand batter's box. One ball, one strike count. al really has that glove up to his face. Next pitch, that one's going to be a foul ball, so Tommy just missed it right there. As base is loaded... Again it's a two to one score for the Outlaws as the Renegades have plated one, they're looking for more runs here to tie it up and take the lead. And Reether is one that he knows how to do it, he can put it down, just takes the right pitch for him.
2: I think Reether, I I think that may be a good thing that that pitch was fouled off because it was low near the bottom part of the plate. Probably hits that one on the ground potentially for out number three if it's in fair territory.
0: He'll open his stance up just a bit here. One-two pitch on its way. There's going to be a ball that's hit into the air. The shortstop going back on it. Got too far under it, and the shortstop will make the grab for out number three so the renegades were able to push one run across as they cut that lead in half they trail by a score of two to one we'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of renegades baseball here on the show me sports network
5: Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop.
6: Rivero Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in Jefferson City, Rivero Christian Academy offers Kinder Prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023- 2024 school year. Rivero Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder Prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Rivero Christian Call them
7: at 573-634-3983. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent.
0: We go here to the uh, top of the fifth inning. Well, Ben and myself were wrong as the winner ended up being the light green team. I thought it was going to be the dark green team, but you know what? All three of them, had uh, three different approaches, and all three of them turned out pretty pretty great.
2: Well the light green had a, a different approach like we mentioned Kind of the shoulder pads kind of look they did wrap the face had a helmet and yeah put, they put the hat on his head too so uh, that's I, I think a little bit more creativity there although I don't think it was the prettiest wrapping it was it was maybe a little bit more creative than the other two.
0: Well like I said, that one went over well and I think we you know what we might have to think about doing that uh, doing that for more. Uh, more games than uh, just our Christmas in July.
2: Well, they got a present. Time to see what it is. Is they're unwrapping it? That's I think some
0: cards. I'm not sure what it was either. As this will be batters eight, nine, and one. As Cade Lott will be the leadoff batters. That one's going to be hit up in the air, and it's going to go foul and get out of the stands on the first base side. So that will make it an 0-1 count.
2: Well, to see Carricker working into the fifth inning is a good sight for the Renegades. Got six out of their starter demo last night. Now Carricker at least through five, potentially more, because he's been pretty efficient. Uh, back-to-back good games to the mound for the Renegade starters.
0: So Carricker's next offering on its way. There's going to be a ball that's going to be hit to center field. Going over on it is Reether. He will make the grab in front of the Central Bank sign on the warning track for out number one. That thing took a ride, but the ballpark contained it, so that makes it one out as now third baseman Corey Saracusa steps in as he is, uh, has a single and scored later on in the inning, so he's got a one-for-one one day.
2: Yeah, Reether makes playing center field looks easy as he glided over that ball, and I don't think it'll happen, but if there's ever a chance to get Forte and Reether in the outfield at the same time, I mean, that'd be pretty pretty lethal. Actually, I think that would have happened in the first Nevada game, but two great defenders the Renegades have.
0: That first pitch to Syracuse's upstairs, ball one. You know, I think you could have the opportunity. I'd be interested to see it, is to put both of them in straightaway center field, have one that would work left, one go right. You may only need two outfielders in, uh, in the outfield, that one down central called strike one or even a one-ball-one strike.
2: Well, yeah, they've been able to track down a lot of baseballs, and also on the base paths too, I mean, good base running from either of them, really good sprint speed, so pretty good athletes that the Renegades have at the top of the order.
0: 1-1 pitch, that one's going to be sliced foul, it'll go out of play again. So Carter Gorling took a couple steps and said, nope, that one's leaving the ballpark, and it does, so that will make it one ball and two strikes. As the Renegades trail to the Outlaws by a score of 2-1 to here as we play in the top of the fifth inning, Trying to wait on an update from Nevada. Last we saw, it was it was not a good score for Nevada. It was they were down to the Bombers. There's going to be a chopper hit at third. Imgarten he'll glove long throw to first, and that'll take Carter Gorling off the bag, and that will be a base hit. Yeah, that's tough play there for Imgarten.
2: It was hit just so far back on the infield that it was an incredibly long throw, and even a perfect one. Good speed out of Syracuse probably does not get him.
0: Just a tough play. We knew it was going to be a tough throw as it was, but Imgarten though. You know, doing a great job, doing what he can. He kept it in front of him, and he made it a whole lot closer than either one of us would have. So, you Outlaws. know, that's the
2: thing, too, is if he doesn't field that cleanly, that's probably going to end up being a double. Outlaws was about a couple of balls balls like that tonight to the third baseman where their high choppers hit deep in the hole, and uh, Imgarn's already made one of those successfully And the other one there. I mean, it, you could have fielded that as perfectly as you could have, and I still don't think it would have been good enough to get Syracuse. It was just hit so far behind the bag.
0: So now this will be... Uh, Caden Bressler, he is 0 for 2, hit into a 4-3 out and flew out to left field. So one out on the board with a runner on first base, that's Saracusa. First ball is going to bounce. Well, nope, they say it hit Bressler first, so he will be on first base with a hit-by-pitch.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to look at the uh, score updates from allowing the league. doesn't look like Nevada and Sadele have the live stats going on. They don't. Out. I have the in end. Yeah, I was, was, was going to say, I, I figured that's how you got it. For some yeah. other scores around the league, though, the Mustangs are beating the Merchants 9-0 in the top of the fourth inning. The A's are losing to the Mudcats 5-0 in the bottom of the fourth inning. And then the Griffins and the Bombers have a second game, scheduled first pitch at 7.30, but I don't even know if game one has ended yet.
0: Yeah, I would say it was in the sixth inning when – at the last text so I would say it's pretty close to being done if it's not already that one's going to be hit high in the air as Rico that's coming out and it's going to hit on the Concord and fans are going to run for
2: that souvenir to take it back to the that's I think the closest to us that we've had a foul ball all season that's one was didn't get out of play by a whole lot and thankfully didn't hit anyone because that very easily could have came down right off. You know, that. we had
0: one last year. You see up there, like in the corner, you may not be able to see too close, but how the netting kind of goes yeah, away from the I mean, pole. Yeah, you got to hit it in a perfect spot. Yeah, so there was there. one that hit on the top, fouled up, had enough English to catch the net and roll down in there. So – Almost fell on us. It wasn't at any high velocity. But runners are going to double steal. As throw down to second base, Deal is not in time as he tries to gun the runner down. So double steal will be in effect. So Bressler will move over to second base. And Saracusa will take third base on that. So now it'll be a one ball, one strike count with one out. Runners in scoring position at third and second base. And the outlaws leading by a score of two to one here in this uh, game, the last regular season game at home for the Renegades. They have one more game, that's a road game tomorrow. That one's gonna be fouled off, so we'll make
2: the count, one ball and two strikes. Earlier in the season, Bryce and I had a little wager going about me catching a foul ball, and it's a shame I didn't remember that about two minutes ago, because otherwise, I, pro- <laughs> I, I can guarantee you I would've went and tried and caught You could've ball. knocked
0: all those kids over for sure. Yeah, I, w- I would've, I would've <laughs>
2: at least made an attempt. What, what'd you guys wager? Uh, He was willing to offer up $100 if I caught one on the fly. How do I get involved in this? Well, there's not been a whole lot of
0: chances. (laughs) I got got a stash of baseballs. He wouldn't know. Bouncing ball to third base. Emgarden's going to glove. Throw to first. The run will score. They're going to try to get the double play as the throw is high, but saved by Emgarden. So out number two there as that will score the run. So now it'll be a 3-1 score in favor of the Outlaws, but two outs on the board. That goes as a 5-3 put out. Fielder's choice.
2: Well, the thing you don't think about the foul ball is it's the getting under it part is easy. Then it's just having to actually catch it because you're using your bare hand. And that ball is coming in pretty quick. It's, it can't be the best feeling in the world on a bare palm.
0: I think you're probably right on that. I but still would have what? done it. I got yeah. a supply baseball dinner, so I can just tell Bryce, hey, I, caught, I got one. So first pitch from Carricker to the new batter,
2: that's Machuca. He's gonna miss for ball one. Yeah, with a runner on third and already a run in for the allies listening, Cariker just needs to attack the strike zone, can't afford to let Joplin tack on one more and go up by three.
0: 1-0 pitch, that one is outside, makes it 2-0 as Deal comes up like he's gonna throw to third base. He does not. So going into the bottom of the seventh inning, this is a text from Mike Carbet, the voice of the Nevada Griffins. Going into the bottom of the seventh, Sedelia leads 15 to three. He said, "Congrats!" Yeesh. So it looks like the Bombers are going to win Game One, barring a major comeback from the Griffins. So that pitch missed ball three. I'm not going to say Nevada doesn't have a chance, but if they were to uh, come back and win, that is a epic failure on it's, the uh, Lines of Sedalia.
2: If Nevada wins that game, they deserve every single
0: bit yeah, of it. If, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. If they they come back from that big of a score, they definitely deserve to uh, to take the spot. There's going to be a bouncing ball. It's going to be a tough play for Hopkins. He will try to bare it after it falls out of a glove. He'll get the throw to first, and then he face plants in the dirt. Run will count, and the runner will be safe at first base. Tough play there again. These balls have not been
2: hit very hard. Yeah, you got to feel for character out there on the mound because he's inducing ground balls and they're being hit in about a perfect spot. So you could put them the one earlier this inning, deep in the hole in third. Then that one just dies on the infield grass. Even some of the best shortstops, you have to feel that and make a throw on the run. It would have been pretty tough.
0: But now it is a 4 to 1 lead in favor of the Outlaws as they played the two runs here in the frame. Kerker will look back in, runner on first base, two outs. That pitch is gonna be in there for called strike one. You know, again now, it almost seems like the Outlaws are taking a few notes from the Renegades as they've scored these two runs, or one of the uh, two runs here with two outs on the board. Runner's gonna steal second. There's gonna be a ball that's hit into right field. Going back on it is Fuller, he'll make a little hop, make the catch for out number three as he had to put the wheels down and give it some gas, but he's able to track it down. So a couple of runs were scored. The outlaws win by a score of 4-1. We'll take a quick break and be back. If you're listening to Exclusive Coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports right, Network. Guys. your your last line of defense. We go here to the bottom of the fifth inning. Renegades trail by a score of four to one now. Will be a pitching change here. This will be Joe Herschler stepping in. Pitching change. As new pitcher on the mound is Cole Cooper. He is a left-handed pitcher. He's had eight appearances, no record, 16 and a third innings pitch. First pitch upstairs, ball one. As he has an 8.27 ERA and has 25 strikeouts. So to say he knows how to get some strikeouts, I think, is an understatement. As next pitch,
2: that one misses ball two. Well, it looks like he has good velocity on the fastball, but based uh, on looking at his ERA, he may not have the best location of it. That one missed everybody. And by the and by that pitch, <laughs> he may not have the best command of it because that went to the backstop on the fly. There was not
0: even a, a single stitch of the glove put on that bat or on that ball at all
2: from the catcher. So, see, yeah, it see, was just a hair wide. You see it often, guys that have really good stuff, but you got to put it in the strike zone, and at least so far Cooper unable to do that.
0: So 3-0 pitch, that one inside. So a four-pitch walk issued to Hershler. So he will uh, jog on down to first base. Now this is catcher Caden Deal. So Deal will step in. He is one for two, has a single, a stolen base, hit into an out at first base, a three
2: unassisted out. So he will step in now. Well, hopefully the Renegades can start putting some things together. They did tack on one in the fourth, and now you need even more. Could you give up two in the top of the fifth?
0: First pitch to him, swung on, and missed for strike one. So he will be down in the count at 0-1. Renegades have one run on three hits. No errors. They have left six on base. That pitch, that one upstairs and inside, a little chin music. That backs Deal off the plate. Makes it one ball and one strike. For the uh, Outlaws, they have four runs on six hits, no so They've only left three on base, so they've been able to clear the base path pretty well. That one's going to be fouled back, so Deal will be down in the count at one ball and two strikes.
2: Campbell holding the runner, Herschel on at first base. so some room to work with on the right side of the infield for Deal. And that's a good thing with a right a left handed hitter that you will usually pull the ball.
0: So one ball, two strike count. That pitch, that one misses, so we'll go even at two balls, two strikes. You know, I think really you uh you really just hit the nail on the head as you talked about for Cooper is uh you can have the best stuff in the world, which he's got some pretty good stuff, but if you can't put it in into the strike zone, it's uh not worth its weight and salt. So that one's gonna be found
2: out of play. Well, at least in this at-bat night and day to how his command was against Herschel. and this at-bat to deal, been mixing and maxing pitching pitches, and even on the pitch that missed 1-2 for a ball, it started on the outside corner of the zone, looked to be a slider that ducked off the edge. And certainly if you're pounding the zone, that's a pitch you can get swings and misses on.
0: So Cooper will look back in, 2-2 delivery, that one way upstairs. He tried to float that one in, just ended up giving a little rainbow on its way to home plate.
2: Well, I just complimented him for better command, and it's that
0: bad. It'd be something if he throws two straight balls and walks him. Or, you know, it'd be a shame if he gave up a home run. Yeah, that too. That pitch, that's going to be outside. So back-to-back walks given up as Deal will trot on down to first base. Herschler goes to second base. Now it's to be designated hitter Jack Matishak. He has a strikeout and a walk as well.
2: Well, Matashek going to have to face a tough lefty-lefty matchup here, but Matashek, one of the more patient Renegades hitters, and for a guy that has struggled throwing strikes in this one, you can be certain that Matashek will uh, force him to throw strikes.
0: Matashek wearing those uh, red spikes here today.
2: I almost have someone that was just doing sprints behind the right field wall out there.
0: That one down central called strike one. I think uh, our peanut gallery either had some indigestion there or they don't like the red red shoes. Is <laughs> His white ones are his hitting shoes. You know what? I think uh, Jack can hit in either pair. There's should be a balk called, and they will, so everybody will move around the base path.
2: Well, that's big because now a base hit makes this a 4-3 ball game. And Hersher looked like he knew it, too. He was waving his hand, pointed something before the time was called for the balk. So
0: Yeah. He was he was just giving that, like, that's a balk, right? Right, yep, hmm yep, that is. So it'll be... No balls and one strike. Now the runners have moved into scoring position at second and third. They were first and second. So, again, Matashak, if he can deliver a ball to the outfield, it uh, could very well score two runs and cut that lead down to a single run for the outlaws. They lead 4-1 to currently. Next pitch, that one outside. Catcher tried to frame it, but he was falling to his left out of the zone. Could not. Frame it very well when you're falling to your your knees. If
2: he set up on the outside corner, potentially has a chance, but that pitch pulled him all the way across the plate.
0: 1 1 pitch on its way. That one also upstairs. He has to jump out and get that one. That'll make it two balls,
2: one strike. Riccio's getting a workout in this. I mean, I guess in this inning for sure, we've seen him had to jump up a couple times because it seems like every time the Cooper's gone fastball, it's missed up. Yeah,
0: today wasn't leg day, it is now for him. So two balls, one strike count. That one's going to be hit a mile in the air. It's going to come out of play. And hey, run over and catch that one.
2: Uh, I was pretty—I was pretty sure that one was landing on the roof. So it
0: does. Two balls, two strikes, and uh, no outs here again for the Renegades in the bottom of this fifth inning. They trail by a score of four to one, but have runners on second and third. That is Herschler at third, Deal at second base. As Matashak steps back in. 2-2 delivery, that one outside. Same thing I just talked about as uh, catcher trying to frame it, but he's fallen out of the area because he's got to scoot over and get it.
2: I think my biggest fear on the foul ball thing is going to take off the mic and then I, like, trip on the court and face plant getting out of the bleachers.
0: Payoff pitch, that one upstairs, so bases loaded walk. I mean, that's a concern of mine even when I'm just trying to get down out of the out of the stands to step and trip. Yep. So well, this will be Carter Gorling stepping in now.
2: Renegades have loaded the bases without a hit, and I uh, don't know if this is actually getting the ball. Yeah, that that manager, that's, I think, one <laughs> of the fastest I've seen him take he, the he ball. He was
0: walking with authority.
2: He has seen enough. You
0: know when, like, you see those memes of, like, the kid, like, you know pulls his pants up a little higher and like has that authority step that's exactly what he was doing he there
2: he wasn't stopping like you can't see the smoke coming out of his ears but like figuratively there was smoke coming out of his ears he had certainly seen enough because walking the bases loaded to start an inning is uh, never a good sign
8: from a pitcher
0: so we're going to take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage renegades baseball here on the show me sports network
8: Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit HOSloglandscape.com.
9: Find out more on Custom Laser Engraving LLC, a veteran-owned business.
10: The following public service
1: announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference.
5: Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place.
1: Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today.
11: Take a walk, Eddie.
0: So the new pitcher on the mound here is gonna be Andrew Sumner, the right-handed pitcher. Get him
2: penciled in here, I'll tell you about uh, his line. I don't think we've talked about the uh, best best shirts that are, that we've got in the house tonight. That's I know true. You, you were a big fan before the game. Yeah, it's Modine
0: night here at the ballpark. So news to us, there's a Modine plant in Joplin. There's a Modine plant here. I can tell you, I looked up what they make, but I can't tell you. It made no more sense. It's something to do with heat distribution or heating something something with that. Clearly, I I don't know my specifics and. uh it is, uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but they're manufacturer here in town, and so they planned a uh, group night here at the ballpark. They have come out in droves, it seems, as first pitch to Carter Gorling is uh, low and outside ball one. So they've come out here. They've got some nice uh, gray shirts with some uh, yellow uh, panels on them that say uh, Renegades. It's Modine Night at the ballpark, has the Renegades logo, and I'm not going to lie, I'm jealous. I need to find a way to get one. I asked, and she tried to offer me a job, so... That she said that'd be the only way I could get a shirt is uh, go work for him.
2: Yeah, I think based on how your your schedule during the week, you might be a little bit too busy to take on something like that.
0: Yeah, you know, but I mean, she didn't clarify. Does that mean I can like work for ten
2: minutes and get one? I mean, I well, I wouldn't put it past you.
0: So that one upstairs and outside that'll make it three balls and no strike. I mean, you know, to be fair, she didn't give me very good guidelines. Just like I had, I had a correct answer for that question during the break and. They didn't
2: give me the prize. Well, if I'm Gorling right here in a 3-0 count, bases loaded, nobody out, I am. there's no chance of taking the bat off my shoulder.
0: I would be just the opposite. I'm going to swing and swing away, and he doesn't need to, so you went out here, Ben, as the run is going to be walked in as Gorling takes a four-pitch walk, so he will trot on down to first base. So still bases loaded, nobody out. A run scores. Now this will be Luke Fuller stepping in, and uh, I don't think this is who Joplin wants to see come to bat here
2: yeah absolutely and back to the thing the 3-0 count I think maybe a different scenario if there's two outs but no no out you don't want to give a Joplin a bailout scenario and put one on the ground to turn two
0: so Fuller will step in here he had a tri- a uh, three RBI double last night first pitch to him misses outside ball one so the last five pitches from Sumner have missed the uh missed the strike zone he does have 11 appearances no record of of uh, the season. Thirteen innings worked. He has a 4.15 ERA, ten strikeouts. That was all before he took the mound here and uh, walked to on his first pitch. That one in there called strike one, so that'll leave in the count at one ball
2: and one strike. Well, against Joplin, pitching this inning, starting with Cooper, now to the new right-hand reliever. Four batters faced, four walks, and now a one ball, one strike count to four. So, one-one pitch. That one they called strike two. So, Fuller will be down in the count at one ball and two strikes. It's got to be tough for Fuller because that ball looks like it's going to start and go out of the zone, but then just catches the upper right hand corner of it.
0: So, Sedalia did win game one over Nevada by a final of 15 to 7. So, the Bombers win that one. That one's going to be a little slow hit ball. Pitcher is going to glove throw to first. The run will score as it ends up being a sack. Ball that was a high bouncer, but the pitcher was able to get onto it. But now it is a four to three lead in favor of the outlaws with
2: just one out base, on the board. Base hit here could give you the lead if uh, Renegades can punch one through into the outfield with Imgard. And I think the Renegades caught a break is the pitcher, is it Summers? Uh some, Sumner. Sumner, he actually slipped coming off the mound. If he gets off cleanly, he probably has a chance to throw home. Would have been an easy play because it was a force at the plate. But once he slipped, took the shirt out at first base. Randy to gets to catch a break. Well,
0: this will be M. Garden stepping in. First pitch to him is outside ball one. So we've only seen in the pitching change we've had four, eight, nine, nine pitches. Just two of those have been in the strike zone. So not a good, uh, not a good start so far here for Sumner. A one ball, no strike count. Again, one out, two runners on. That pitch also outside.
2: Ball two. So M. Garten will be heading the count at 2-0. and oh. Renegades have made this a one-run game, put two runs on the board, all without a hit this inning. And they have two more on base, both in scoring position. I mean, there's, there's a possibility we leave this inning with the Renegades out in front, and they could do it without a hit if they get some help. So two balls, no strikes count, one out, two runners on.
0: There's another pitch. That one outside for ball three as... Matischak
2: on third base, Gorling over at second base. Well, if Imgarten reaches here to load the bases, someone on deck and Colby Atta could sure use a big time knock, and no better scenario for him to come to the plate than uh, early in the game, not a whole lot of pressure and bases loaded. So 3 0 pitch from Sumner on its way. That one upstairs outside, ball four, so
0: Imgarten will walk and the bases will be loaded. And Matischak on third, Gorling on second, Imgarten on first. And stepping in, this will be Colby off the second baseman
2: as he is 0 for one today, has a walk. Well, Ott made a pretty good joke after the game because he helped lead that (laughs) ritual last night, and Coach Emilia said it worked, and then Ott said, well, not for (laughs) me because he had an 0 for night at the plate. Obviously, he was joking because he cares much more about the win, but uh, it would be nice to see him put one in the outfield grass and driving a couple runs here. He needs one.
0: Yeah, he said he was maybe going to smoke some sage around it to ward off the bad juju from his bat as he's got bases loaded, one out. First pitch in there called strike one. I suggest that he light his bat on fire to come to bat, but he hasn't done that yet.
2: Well, I think that's. Uh, I think we've seen a couple of bats with a banana come to the plate with yeah, the bat. Yeah, that's on what I'm fire. saying. It works. Is he that, thought it was is, a pretty good is idea too. all right too. with Mink League rules? You'd have to check I
0: on that. don't see anything against it. That one way outside, the catcher slides out. To get that,
2: it'll even the count on one ball, one strike. If you can find someone to do that in potentially the exhibition game and ne- next year, Absolutely. maybe try it then, especially. I mean, uh, it's a shame because Tommy feels like to be the perfect person
0: to do that. You know what? We might have to bring him back just for that reason, just to do it. Only if we wear the button-down jersey that he can have half open and let the <laughs> let the uh, chest hair flow is that one inside. Tried to give him a little shave on the way by. So that'll make it two balls and one strike. Ben butted. That's the quote. Whatever that means. Ben butted. Say that ten times fast. So two balls, one strike count. Sumner's next pitch to Ott. That one in there called strike two. So that makes it two balls and two strikes. Again, bases loaded here. Taylor Hopkins in the on-deck circle.
2: One out here. Just need a ball in play here. Especially good speed with Ott. Unlikely to turn two.
0: Next pitch, that one's going to be found out of place, so that's okay. He's trying to stay alive is Colby Ott, second baseman. I'm going to talk to him, though, after the game. I'll track him down and say, hey, why didn't you light your bat on fire? I was so looking forward to that.
2: Yeah, I mean, if, if it works, it'd be it'd be really fun to try <laughs> at some point. No, no base runner is being held on for the Renegades right now. Some pretty good leads everywhere. I think a hit probably easily scores Gorling from second.
0: Yeah, they have some good speed on that base path too. Two two pitch. That one's going to be a ball. Hit to center field. Center fielder going to his right. Still going back. He'll make the grab, tagging, and everybody will go
2: around another base as we are tied at four to four. Tell you what, Colby Ott did not miss our first grand slam of the season by much. Drove that one out to deep left center field. Can't tell for sure, but I would not be surprised if the center fielder Carpenter was on the track when he made that catch.
0: Yeah, he drove that about a country mile as that.
2: Well, that's a ball that when you're hitting well finds a way to fall in a gap or something like that, and, but uh, you'll, you'll still take the sack fly, and now you're tied at four, and also moves the runner from second to third, the go-ahead runner 90 feet away. So Matashak scores.
0: As this will be Hopkins to bat, he uh, sees the first one outside, ball one. So Hopkins will be ahead in the count at 1-0. and
2: oh. Ott is playing, or excuse me, Lot is playing up towards the middle, so there's a giant gap on the right side of the infield. That
0: one in there for called strike one, so that'll even the count at one ball and one strike again,
2: Gorling over at third base. Wouldn't be shocked to see Imgarten run here at some point because then I don't think you throw down with a runner on third, although I could be wrong.
0: That one is going to miss, so that'll take it two balls and no strikes. Again, runners on the corners here as Imgarten held up and did not advance past first base. Probably the right decision as that throw was coming in, but Matashak scores. So two balls, one strike count, that one. Looked like it was going to hit Hopkins on the way by, but made a little swerve, but still was out of the zone.
2: Yeah, they did miss the strike zone by much, apparently just off the inside part of the plate. And a good location there, but an even better take by Hopkins. So three balls and one strike against Sumner on the mound.
0: That pitch, there's going to be a bouncing ball. The third baseman will glove. He'll double clutch, throw to first. It's low, but they say in time, and that will retire the side. So Hopkins grounds out. And a 5-3 put out, but the Renegades are able to score three runs. They tie it up, and it's 4-4, as we'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
12: Mo X, Doc and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, Plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct.
13: When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131.
9: We are
1: farmers bum 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 bum.
14: Underwritten by farmers, truck fire insurance, exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
0: We go to the top of the sixth inning as Military Appreciation just finished up. As Xander Levin will be on the mound now for the Renegades. Let me pull up Xander's line. So Xander Lovin on the mound as Lovin, a 6-foot, 185-pound junior right-handed pitcher. He is from Columbia, plays at Northwest Missouri State. So Xander has three appearances, no record. Four and a third innings worked, 8.31 ERA, and has one strikeout. So he's not done a whole lot of work here, but he is a late-edition to the Renegades, we knew he was coming. It just was a matter of he had some uh, some things he needed to take care of before the season started. He's got those done. Of course, he was uh, a Renegade last year, and then went and played for the Honkers in the Northwoods League. So had uh, had some extra time, extra baseball last summer. So he has uh, come back here to the Jefferson City Renegades to have some fun with us. As this will be batters 5, 6, and 7. This is Carpenter, Campbell, and Fagan. As he detects Mike, an update. If uh, Joe wants to announce the Bombers beat Nevada by a score of 15 to 7. So that one misses low ball one. So Carpenter will be heading the count at 1 and 0. Oh. Oh, there was three pitches there, Ashley. There's a ball. That one's going to be outside.
2: Good idea, good idea. Well, now in a brand new ball game, tied four to four, you'd just like to see, don't let the outlines build up any momentum.
0: I try to check text our score update. That one blown by Carpenter for strike one, so makes it two balls and one strike as uh, Nevada drops game one to Sedalia and their doubleheader. They've got another one upcoming and maybe have a game on Sunday. It depends on if they need that or not as a tiebreaker.
2: There's a whole lot of madness going on at the end of this. That one
0: swung on and missed for a two-ball, two-strike count. Now, you're absolutely right. There's so many pieces and what-ifs, and this could happen, that could happen. If this happens, that happens. If that happens, this happens. But like we said last night, renegades just need to put the hammer down and take care of business as they got to win that's where everything starts there's going to be a ball ripped into right field that's going to get down and going to be extra bases as it will get into the corner fuller will track it down as on his way to second on his way to third is carpenter relay throw comes in he'll be in there standing up with a lead off triple
2: yeah that was a well hit ball down the right field line and A long run for the right fielder, Fuller, to go and get it in more than enough speed for Carpenter to make his way over to third. So trouble to start this top of the sixth inning after the Renegades tied it up for the first time since the third inning when it was 0-0.
4: And I don't
0: think it matters who you have out there in right field unless you have the shift on and you have have, uh, have players shifted over there, a player shifted over there. I don't think anybody, even if you put Adonis, Adonis arguably... You know, one of the fastest guys on the team, possibly fastest in the Mink League. No way he would even get over there unless that shift is on. Agreed. Fuller played that. Bouncing ball to M. garden at 3rd hill glove. Look back at third. Throw to first for the out there. Nice job of him to hold on. Carpenter at first base.
2: Absolutely. Imgarden making a heads-up play there to look at the runner, Carpenter, who was off a of third and make sure he wasn't coming home. Uh, to finish the thought a moment ago, Fuller played the triple down the right field line about as well as he could. It was just hit so far, hugging the line, that there was just such a long run. But now uh, you give yourself a real shot to get out of this after getting out number one and keep the runner at third.
0: So it was Fagan do up now? This will be Matt Woodman, Woodmansee. So he will take over in left in uh, left field.
2: He's came in and pinch hit in the middle of the game both nights now. Yeah,
0: I was just I was just thinking that both times though, PA announcer Joe has caught that is that one fouled out of play and he's he's got an eagle eye up there he's
2: usually on top of things like that it's, it's it's pretty tough to catch him off guard think we could ask Ashley if she noticed there's a new player in Uh, you could you could <laughs> Well, I think it's a good idea here by the uh, catcher deal to go down and have a chat with Lovin before this pitch, because with one out runner still at third base, if you can execute a couple pitches here, you give yourself an opportunity with another ground ball right at someone or a strikeout to strand a runner at third base, but it's going to take half to make a couple really good pitches, and I think against a a new batter, first time that they're seeing Woodmancy, a a smart idea.
0: These are two players, too, that uh, know each other as they both play at Northwest Missouri State, so... They are very familiar with each other, so helps with getting some signs down and some other things. But we're still runner on third base, one out, one ball, one strike count. As Levin will get set, his 1-1 pitch. That one swung on and missed, so now it'll be a one ball, two strike count.
2: Yeah, still a long way to go for Levin this inning, but showing signs of potential ability to work around this jam. You really need a strike three right here, though, and not have a ball put in play. Ohita just
0: walked by starting pitcher of the night for the Outlaws. He had a pretty good start on the mound. I'm not going to take anything away from him. It was pretty doggone good. That one upstairs, evens the count, two balls, two strikes.
2: Yeah, one run through four innings. I mean, certainly give him some credit. It's, this game should really should be looking a lot different. It's not his fault the bullpen came in and just couldn't find the command. But him overall, he, was, he kept Renegades hitters off balance all night. 11 will. Again, look in, get the sign from Deal. 2-2 pitch, swung on and missed for out number two. Beautiful pitch there and a two-strike count. Went with the off-speed pitch. Think it was a curveball, though I'm not totally sure. But when Mancy way out in front of it, swung over the top and uh, no chance to do anything there. And now this would be some sort of magic act, get one more out and potentially put away a runner on third base that was there with nobody out. So it will be Cade Lott stepping in the second baseman.
0: So that'll be two outs as next pitch to him. The first pitch to him upstairs, ball one. So that'll be one ball, no strike count again, two outs. As tied at a four to four game. So Lovin will step back in and hangs that right arm. He gets the sign. Runner on third base again after a leadoff triple. That one swung on and missed.
2: That evens the count. And one ball and one strike. Yeah, Lovin's got the stuff working right there. Fastball, perfect location at the knees and blew it right by him. And if you can combo that with the curveball we saw a minute ago, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about Lovins' chances to get Lawton in this inning.
0: Yeah, Lovin trying to work back after he gives off that triple. That one's going to be fouled back. So he's one strike away from getting out of the inning and stranding a leadoff triple on third
2: base. Back-to-back fastballs, a lot late on both of them fully expect him to go curveball i mean maybe if the fastball is working you could do that here and try and blow it by him one more time but now after back-to-back where he's late would not be surprised whatsoever to see lovin trying to land a curveball and get a lot to swing over it so one ball two strike count next pitch
0: that's a swing
2: and a miss for strike
0: three and that will end the inning so the runner is stranded at third base after the leadoff triple Leaves him over there, so nice job of loving to bounce back. As we'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning, you're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
15: 421 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions
11: at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor
0: So we go to the bottom of the sixth inning as the Renegades lead, or tie it up with four to four. They tied it up with three runs in the last half frame. I'm just seeing into the future. That's what I'm what I'm, uh, what I'm, thinking here is I'm gonna see in the future and they're gonna take the lead here as it's tied four to four.
2: Yeah, that would be great. I mean, <clears throat> get yourself your first lead of this ball game and then try and ride it out for the last three innings on the mound.
0: So Tommy Reuther will lead it off. It'll be batters one, two, and three will be the ones that are due up. So Reuther will dig in on the left-hand side of the plate. That pitch is low and inside, ball one. As Koo, uh, Sumner, is that Sumner still on the mound? Is that a, does that say 30?
2: Yeah. Yes, it does.
0: So is that a new pitcher? Next pitch, that one's going to be a ball ripped on the top of the dugout, as that snuck through the uh, snuck through the netting there. So Tommy will even the count of one ball, one strike. So was that the number that uh, Sumner was wearing? Do
2: not believe so. Although I had him
0: as twenty-three, but that's that could be mistaken. I have been known Harold, to make
2: Harold. Harold Baez.
0: Oh, good eyes. Next pitch, that one misses outside. So we'll go two balls and one
2: strike. I think you just really need to make a mental note or a physical note somewhere that for the exhibition game next year to uh, do the fire fire bat trick and bring Tommy back to be the one. To oh, it. absolutely,
0: it's done. It's a done deal. So next pitch on its way. There's going to be a ball over the head of the first baseman into right field. reether has got the gas going as he's going to be on his way to second right fielder. Just now gets to the ball, but Tommy's going to hold up at second base. So a lead off double has Reether at second base. Now this will be Joe Herschler, the left fielder, stepping in. So yeah. Renegades have a little something cooking here.
2: That had shades of the ball that was hit to lead off last inning, although it wasn't hit as far in the air. So that's part of the reason why. Right fielder was able to track it down before Reether could make his way over to third base, and especially don't want to make the first out of the inning at third. So no reason to chance it, and you feel good about your opportunity to jump out in front here.
0: So stepping back on the rubber here is Baez. He'll show bunt does Herschler, he'll take ball one way outside. As Baez has eight appearances, one game start, a uh, no record. He has one save, though, 17 in the third innings pitched. He has 3.63 ERA. That was before. He just gave up that hit to Tommy. He has 16 strikeouts as well. So that was his line there. As he will check on Reether at second base. Now his next delivery. Herschel will show bunt. It'll go foul. It'll even at one and one. The other thing I want to do for the uh, for the Legends game that we're going to have some fun at is I want to bring one of our players in from the center field, that, that uh, gate out there underneath the scoreboard want to bring somebody in from out there let them jog in with the american flag put some uh put some roman candles on the top that can be firing out as they come jogging in
2: yeah if, if you can <laughs> figure out how to get that done uh, safely and effectively it would certainly be uh something pretty fun for everyone in attendance absolutely so, you
0: know you know what though i know who i can talk to about that and i'll get that in one second it's Baez' next pitch that one's going to be uh, outside so that'll take the ball the uh, count to two balls and one strike You know, I could give our buddies at Doc and Norm a call because they're pros at uh, efficiently and safely and expertly as they're our official transportation provider. So we come to you from the Doc and Norm direct broadcast booth. Go riding with Doc and Norm, Mid-Missouri's leader in Premier Group travel. Group sizes of 1 to 100 or beyond they do it all. As next pitch from Maez, he'll check on the runner twice. That's Reather at second. Next pitch, that one swung on and missed. So we go even at two balls, two strikes. Dr. Norm, our official transportation provider of the Renegades, they get us to all the road games safely, efficiently, most importantly, in style. So to book your next adventure, call them 573-256-1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. So two ball, two strike count, again, looking in. There's going to be a throwback to second base. It's going to get into center field as Reether is going to be on his way to third base. No. Now let' just throw it into the Renegades' dugout, and Tommy will walk to cross home plate to take the lead for the Renegades as two errors committed there in the frame on the same and bad, and it costs the Outlaws... One run, which puts the
2: Renegades ahead. What in the world is Carpenter thinking there? I mean, when he when Carpenter unleashed that throw, Reether was 75% of the way to third base. And then it was really funny because Syracuse didn't even move and just turned and watched that ball go t- 20 feet over his head into the Renegades' dugout. That is, I think I said whoa while you were in the middle of talking because I was just so surprised.
0: That's really bad, Yeah, as you said, when your third baseman doesn't even move. That one's going to be down central called strike three. Yeah, the uh, third baseman there in Syracuse literally just watched it go over his head and say he's goodbye to the lead and goodbye to the ball.
2: He's not grabbing that ball if he's on a ladder. <laughs> that's That thing is... He uh, needs a crane to get that thing. I mean, Carpenter wind up and threw an absolute missile, but it was... Uh, Carpenter could have stood
0: on that field over there that we can't even see for, for the Little League field and thrown it better to third base. It would have been on track. Yeah. So now this will be Caden Deal stepping back in the catcher, that first pitch on the outside part of the plate. I'll give – you know what, though? I will give him credit. He just showed he has got a gun of an arm I there. I
2: don't know if I test him of trying to score from second
0: on a one-hop Absolutely not. So no balls, one strike count. One out next pitch. That one's going to be in there for called strike two as the Renegades take their first lead of the game as they lead – uh, by five to four, they lead by one run here. Nevada lost game one against Sedalia, so Renegades, if they win, they are in the playoffs in the third spot. So it's really important that they finish the job here. They've already done the work so far. That one upstairs, misses, ball one, so makes it one ball and two strike count. Cool. it's just shy of nine o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasaway Ben Schmidt coming to you from the Doc Norm Direct broadcast booth here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. One ball, two strike count. In, one out. Looking back in is Baez. That pitch missed low. So now oh, we've gone. Oh, did they say strike three? That's
2: a tough called strike on the lower inside corner to Deal.
0: Nope, it has to be a ball. I already wrote it down. That's yeah, how this works.
2: I mean, I mean, you can't have everything go your way this inning because the Renegades were just given two throwing errors for the uh, lead. But, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a tough call to take. I understood why Deal took it, but that's a tough call.
0: So now it'll be two outs as Matashak will step in here. Two outs on the board for him. Nobody on. Renegades lead by a score of 5-4 to four here in the game. They lead over the Outlaws. First pitch, he's going to crank that one foul. That'll be in the creek. He'll be down 0-1. Well,
2: not a whole lot of pressure here for Matashak with nobody on and two outs and with the Renegades now leading. So hopefully just able to put together a nice, calm at bat. Renegades have put together good things with... Uh, Nobody on and two out tonight, so hopefully that continues here.
0: No balls and one strike and two outs here by his next delivery on its way. That one straight down central, going to be called strike two. Thought maybe it was a hair high, but again, my opinion doesn't matter. As does mine. Neither does mine. So it's an 0-2 count now for Matashak. He will kick that right leg out and open that stance up a little more he's got to protect the plate here that one's going to be a ball that he's going to get down under and hit it to right field right fielder going back still going back it'll be over the wall as matashak delivers a
2: two-out home run as he will jog around the base path touch them all it's now a six to four lead for the renegades that's about as pumped up as i've seen any member of this renegades team after a home run and matashak sure deserves it he's been waiting on that first bomb of the season for now almost about two months and uh that ball was a, a moonshot. He got every stitch of that baseball was set high into the air, and good for him, man. A low pressure situation, and then comes on and absolutely blasts the ball out to right center field.
0: Yeah, that one was uh, just a perfectly placed pitch, what he was looking for. He got the hips turned. He got the hands down, the arms extended, and sends that over the batteries and bulb sign in the uh, right field. It's 340 so it's uh, on the sign there so it's probably at that sign. it's probably about 350 355 His first pitch missed everybody ashley just about a quarter, had a
2: coronary there so makes it one ball no strike count good for Matushek, man i mean he caught every stitch of that baseball and now i'm sure his dad who was right down there has a pretty he, cool oh, video yeah he
0: had the perfect view so he was looking down the first baseline so he was Johnny on the spot. 1-0 pitch. That one's going to be fouled back. That'll make it one ball, one strike
2: count. Well, that'd be a pretty cool TikTok idea. If you want to go steal that video from him and put the audio over it. I mean, I don't want to give you ideas. Hey, if he but shares it, yeah, if, we yeah, can do that. that. That would be a cool idea. I for know some, some
0: people. I know some things. I yep. can make that happen. He's able to do that with the uh, draft pick for Jackson Lovich. Put down a play that he had for us. Put the audio as well. One ball, one strike count. Two outs. That pitch upstairs and outside. That'll make it two balls, one strike. Again, Baez on the mound for the Outlaws as they now trail 6-4 to four after Matashak delivers a bomb over the right field fence before that. S- couple of batters. Tommy Reuther had a leadoff double, and then two throwing errors on the same play send him to third base and then to home, all in one motion.
2: 2-1 pitch, that one outside. That makes it three balls and one strike. Well, the Renegades have hit farther home runs, but I don't know how many of them that were hit as high in the air as the one Matashek just did, and even better for the Renegades. You have one run this inning scored with two outs. I believe at least one of the three last inning was with two outs. So They're starting to work that magic again, but you know what? I like it.
0: Let's keep it going. Three balls, one strike count next pitch. That one
2: called strike two. I was gonna, that location. going to say at the start of the inning, Baez looks to have pretty good view on that pitch. Need those Joplin guys back out with the radar gun, but uh, Renegades have been able to turn that heat around because they've had two hard eight balls already this inning and two runs scored.
0: So it's full count now, three balls and two strikes. Again, two outs. Renegades lead six to four. Baez will look back in. He's facing Carter Gorley. Payoff pitch on its way. That one swung on and missed, and that will be out number three. But... A couple of hits put up two runs as the Renegades take the lead at 6-4. to four. We'll take a quick break and be back listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network.
14: Dot .com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti.
10: Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by. By the american animal hospital association to schedule an appointment call the team at animal medical center of jefferson city at
0: 573-636-4626 well the hey baby dance going on here at the ballpark the renegades have a six to four lead the uh indians baseball team one of the young Youngster teams here helping us do the Hey Baby dance at the ballpark as the Renegades have taken the lead as they put up two runs in the bottom of the sixth inning. Supposed to be Saracusa stepping in. First pitch to him. This is ball one. Yeah, there's a nice little Concord over there. Ben could do it. They're, they're not going to score any runs, so it's fine. You could step away for a few minutes. Next pitch, missed as well, so that makes two balls, no strikes. So, again, it'll be batters 9-1-2. and two. That'll be coming to play here for the Outlaws. First time they've trailed in this game. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. Garden's going to glove. Nice pick there, throw to first in time. That is a web gem right there on a 5-3 put out.
2: Yeah, made that uh, pick on the short hop. It looked a lot easier than it is. I mean, it's so easy for that ball to come up on the inside of the glove and kick off of it. But M. Garden played it cleanly and then delivered a perfect throw to Gorling.
0: Well, the good thing there, too, is Taylor Hopkins was there to back him up, so doing exactly what he needed to do just in case M. Garden is unable to, to field that. So one out here as Lovins' next pitch as he facing Bressler that one is outside ball one so one ball no strike count again one out here next pitch that one downstairs in the dirt that'll make it one ball and two strikes
2: 11's been some kind of good for the Renegades ever since that triple he gave up to lead it off and uh, just notice we have a couple of fans now watching from the grass right center field I wonder if they uh, track down Matashek's home run ball
0: I think they were I think they did they've been out there for a little while pitch. That one misses just outside. That'll make it three balls and no strikes.
2: The last thing you want to do here, I know you're leading by two runs, but potentially give the Outlaws a chance to get back into this game without having to do a whole lot of work. Don't issue out any free passes in this situation.
0: Levin's gotta get stiff here as that one's gonna be in there for called strike one. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll admit when we got a call right there, we got a call right there. Hey, that wrestler was just in. about even taking the pants off, headed towards first base. As he was taking tossed his bat, he was taking yep. the shin guard off. He was ready to go well, before he gets recalled. Last
2: inning, everything north and south has been called. We had the one low to a deal that was called strike three, and that one was up and it was called strike, so we'll take it.
0: That one down central, called strike two, so now we're full. As Lovin trying to work back here as it was a 3-0 count. He's battled back. Now we're full. One out on the board. He will look back in. Payoff pitch. There's a bouncing ball foul. Oh, I
2: thought the third base coach fielded that. Just missed it. Yeah, he went down to knee to try and pick it on one hop and uh, was unsuccessfully
0: able to do what Imgarden did. Him I thought ago. he snared yeah. it with the bare hand. I was going to say I will tip my hat to that play. So Lovin looks back in. Three ball, two strike count. Again, one out. His team leading six to four. That pitch, that one in there. Called strike three.
2: That one right at the knees with the off-speed pitch, and that is uh, just about as good as you can do it for Lovin right there. And a uh, great command, especially in a three-out count. It may have added a little bit of help for the home plate umpire, but you will never turn that down. And now big out number two. So Joe
0: Riccio steps in now. he's catching tonight's game as Xander battled back from a 3-0 count to get the strikeout. Gave up three balls, then battled back with three strikes. He looks great now for an inning and two-thirds ever since the triple. And his team
2: has a 6-4 lead. First pitch in there called strike one. I mean, he's got both the fastball and the curveball working. Curveball landing at the knees just about every time he throws it. And the fastball, he's able to get late swings and foul tips into the glove. So, I mean, it still looks like some of the best we've seen. There's going to be a swung on and missed.
0: There's a little youngster down here who's a future renegade if I've ever seen one.
2: He's trying to time up that pitch from Lovin. He's He's got the batting stance going. He wants to do some hitting of his own. He's got a sucker in his mouth, too. He is, he is set. Swing and a miss. That'll
0: be out number three. I think he may have put a better swing on that pitch if he was up there. <laughs> You're right about that. So three up and three down. Has no runs, no hits, no errors. The Renegades will go to the bottom of the seventh. They lead by a score of six to four. We'll take a quick break and be back. If you're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. more volunteers to step up and answer the call stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today i answered the call to serve my
4: community will you
0: a nice job there the national anthem being performed here at the ballpark so this will take us to the bottom of the seventh inning. It'll be batters 6, 7, and 8 due up. That'll be Fuller, Imgarten and Ott Hopkins would be due up if either one of them could reach safely on the base
2: path. Well, hopefully Renegades can put another good inning at the plate together against Baez, although he does look to have pretty hard-throwing stuff. Uh, two very well-hit balls last inning off the bats of Reether and Matashek, both of them coming around to score, and only need six more outs on the mound, but it uh, would be good here to pat onto it and add some insurance runs. We said Fuller, Imgarten, and Ott—the three do up. Even better for the running mates with the first seven innings—they've only had to use two pitchers. Got the first five out of character, and then the last two out of Lovin. I'd assume we won't see Lovin for a third, although I could be wrong. He's been since the triple—he's been working through quick at bats. But uh, I, I honestly would be interested to see who they bring on next because you most likely don't have your closure Schmitz available, and uh, so so who knows?
0: So Fuller will be the. First one up here. The so it'll be step off the rubber. So now we're ready again as Fuller stepping in. First offering for to him is upstairs, ball one. So he will be heading the count at one ball and no strike. Baez stepping back out on the mound here for his second inning to work. Fuller's put together some really good at-bats tonight. Sorry, his third inning to work. Thought I lost track there, and I did. That one's gonna be a ball that's sliced foul.
2: So that'll make the count, one ball and one strike. Looks like the allies have the defense playing pretty much in normal positions on the infield on both the right and left side. No one has really shifted or pulled anywhere obscure. So one one pitch on its way. That one's gonna be
0: upstairs outside. That'll make it two balls and one strike. So Myers will look back in. Fuller will dig back in. On the right hand side of the plate, two on offering will be on its way that one inside and upstairs so that'll make it three balls and
2: one strike i said i sent niles on a quest to see if someone was warming in the renegades bullpen and he said no throwing just some light, sw- light stretching and it is confirmed to be ian nolf that is the one doing the stretching
0: that one's going to be called strike two as fuller Put the brakes on as he was getting ready to throw his bat and head down to third base.
2: By the fact that Nolfe isn't throwing leads me to believe that we may see Lovin come back out for one more inning. It would be his third of work, and then maybe turn it over for Nolfe for the ninth if you can get there. Sounds good to me. So three balls, two strikes count. Baez
0: payoff pitch on its way. Fuller will crank that one foul. We'll do it again.
2: Well, good at bat here, worked by Fuller. Nobody on and nobody out, so it would be really good to start this inning with a, uh, with a base runner, especially when the last three innings trips to the plate. You've gone 1-3-2 in the run category. So
0: and That foul ball, all you hear is water bottles clanking and feet hitting the aluminum footboards here on the stands as those kids going after a payoff pitch, swung on and
2: missed for out number one. Yeah, I got Fuller to swing out in front of that. Especially, I'm sure that's tough when Bias has the fastball that he does. I'm sure you're looking for that during a two-strike count, and Fuller was just out in front of the off-speed. Andrew Imgarten steps in now.
0: As Imgarten, the third baseman tonight, he had a walk his last time up. Had a walk the time before that. He will step in here on the left-hand side of the plate. Baez looks back in, one out on the board. Nobody on the base path for M. Garden. First pitch to him. He's going to hit a bouncing ball. It'll be gloved by the second baseman.
2: He'll throw to first in time for out number two. One pitch, one out. Much better inning here for Baez on the mound. He's made quick work of M. Garden. although it was a longer at-bat. four was able to strike him out as well. And after the Renegades put solid wood on a couple balls last inning, no hard contact here in the bottom of the seventh. Now this will be second baseman in Colby Ott.
0: So he's got two outs, nobody on the base path here. So we play in the bottom of the seventh inning.
2: Ott just missed a grand slam his last time out. Dribble ball well to the left center field gap. First pitch, swing and a miss for strike one.
0: Well, he will dig back in, does Ott. He's down to the count at 0-1-1. Baez, next delivery, on its way. That one upstairs, outside, evens
2: the count, one ball, one strike. Baez well, is also one of the ones who, it, the hat comes off in between almost every pitch, or sometimes I think he even just takes it off himself. Uh, you know, not even really sure why that matters, but just observing. So one ball, one strike count.
0: Long look in for Myers. Now he'll lift the glove in front of the face. 1-1
2: one, one pitch on the way. That one called strike two. Yeah, that's a good pitch right at the knees. Odd even started to bend down a little bit because he thought it was low, but just caught the lower part of the plate, and about as good as you can do as a righty on righty, uh, locate that pitch, the fastball. One ball, two strike count. Again, two outs here in the frame.
0: Renegades lead by a score of 6-4. to four as will get set. Next pitch, there's going to be a ball ripped into left field. Left fielder coming in. He cannot make the grab. It'll take one bounce and get into his glove. So Odd has a single.
2: Is two-out magic working again. Odd hit that ball on the nose out to left field. And I'll tell you, left fielder... It, it looked like he gave a slight thought at diving at that ball, but I think probably a good decision because if he doesn't, with, with pretty good speed of odd, he's at the very least at third base if he misses and that ball gets by. So now this will be shortstop Taylor Hopkins stepping in.
0: As for Hopkins, he's got an RBI single, a 5-3 put out, and popped out to center field. So two outs, base runner on
2: first. Six Giant. to four Renegades lead. That first pitch called strike one. A ton of room to work with on the right side for Hopkins. Second baseman, Lot is not shaded completely up the middle, but he's certainly much closer to the second base bag than normal, and then the first baseman, uh, whose name I cannot remember, is holding the runner or holding the runner on at the bag, so. Campbell. Campbell.
0: So Ott's gonna go to second. He's
2: gonna be in there. Good slide, and he's gonna be in there safe, so stolen base. Yeah, I kept wanting to say Carpenter for the first baseman. I know for sure that was the center fielder, and I didn't have my lineup card in front of me. So well,
0: That was a great slide there by Ott. He slid about a third of the way to the base there.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's especially with that throw by the catcher, tail trailing towards the left side of the bag, uh, Ott slid more on the outer part of it, and uh, good work there. So no balls, two strike count. Again, two out and runner
0: at second base. That's Ott. Miles will look at second. Now he'll look back home.
2: 0-2 pitch, that one's going to be fouled off, so we'll do it again. Well, now pretty much any ball into the outfield could score off from second, although as we know, Carpenter has a cannon out there, so if Hopkins connects and sends one up the middle, uh, we could potentially see a bang-bang play at the plate if the Renegades wave on Ott from second. And Hopkins trying to stay alive here. Ott
0: has some jets there at second base. 0-2 pitch will be forthcoming from Bias. He'll get set, look at second, look home. 0-2 pitch.
2: That one's going to be cranked foul. So we'll do it again. Hopkins has been so good at hitting the ball to opposite field all the season. So I'm a little surprised that Lott, the second baseman, is playing where he is. And I know you don't have scouting reports based on where the hitter hits the ball to each part of the field in the Mink League. But just because I've seen Hopkins hit so much, I kind of know that he's done that. So I, uh,
0: I have no idea what you just said, Ben. I'm sure it was a great thought. I was clamoring at the 4,700 kids
2: that just ran by the most that i've seen go after a foul ball those
0: kids it's like the clown car they just kept coming and coming and coming and getting out and running so no balls two strike count Baez will stand on the rubber he'll look at second on dancing around there oh two pitch that one swung on and missed for out number three so the uh, one out single doesn't produce anything other than a hit they strand one on the base path, but the Renegades still lead by a score of 6-4 to four as Levin comes out for another inning of work. We'll take a quick break and be back. As you're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades Baseball here on
3: the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood bat company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com
4: we are state tech we are hands-on education when you choose the number one two-year college in the country you know you will be ready for your career that's why at state tech we say from the classroom to your career we are the employer's choice We are State Tech.
0: So we go here to the eighth inning as we have a winner for the walk-up. Music guests. Adonis Forte on vacation with his family, so we still show some love for Adonis. as Xander Lovin
2: enters the game again
0: he's here anything, on the mound.
2: If he's anything right here like he's been for the last two innings, ever since that triple, I mean, we're in for a quick inning on the mound.
0: So it will be the top of the eighth here as it'll be batters three four and five will be due up first offering that one upstairs and inside this is machuka this Jacob is Jacob machuka
2: this is almost like a save situation for Lovin because this is where you need your best pitches against the best three hitters in the order potentially three four five if you can get for this then you turn it to a different pitcher to face the bottom of the order.
0: Well, that pitch is going to be in
2: there for called strike one, so we'll even the count at one ball, one strike. It's a strategy that we've seen take over a lot more in the major leagues, using one of your best pitchers in most high-leverage spots rather than just the ninth inning, and I think this counts as a high-leverage spot. And with how good Lovin's been, I like the decision to use him here.
0: That's going to be a well-hit ball lifted into right field. Fuller will take a couple steps back. Now he'll come in, however, Ott camps under it. And makes the
2: grab for out number one. I think that's about as far as we've seen Ott go out to make a catch. It just hung up in the air so long that he had plenty of time to go out and get it. And a good start there for Levin against the number three hitter. He sure is making it look easy right now.
0: So this will be Max Bruff, the designated hitter. He will be stepping in. Of course, kids get to run the bases after the game, as well as get player autographs. We might want to uh, remind at some point, no, remind uh, Mike and the team that that's happening after the game. They're going to have a lot to celebrate tonight if things stay where they're at as they would have swept the Outlaws here in these two games here at home. Celebrate Christmas in July and fan appreciation with the win. Most importantly, gets them into the playoffs. Next pitch, that one a bit upstairs. So we
2: go even at one ball, one strike. Yeah, this would have to give the Renegades a lot of confidence to be able to, if they could take this one and sweep the outlaws. I mean, that's a team you could potentially face in the divisional round. To beat them a couple times this week, I'm sure it's huge for morale.
0: That one's going to be a bouncing ball. Diving grab Hopkins. as Hopkins will keep it in front of him, but he just did exactly what Joplin did. He just airmails it into the dugout.
2: So that goes into the dugout. Yeah, incredible dive there by Hopkins to even get to that, ball. But once he bobbled it slightly... Um, you've just got to be in that situation although I mean I understand the, the thought process there because it would have been an incredible play had he made it but in that situation you keep the runner at first base and it don't get someone in scoring position
0: Yeah, great effort for him to stop the ball that's exactly and that's a that's a web gym play right there of him to stop it however he uh, needs to make sure that he doesn't throw it in the dugout Joe, you might want to remind them that to wait at that gate and don't come on until we let them through that gate because that failed last time they came through the dugout. <laughs> they The kids outfought me last time when we did that. I told them to wait, to go to the gate, and they came through the dugout.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going to win a fight against a bunch <laughs> of kids like that.
0: It was, it was, yeah, it was like herding cats out there.
2: Well, that's like the question, would you rather fight one... <laughs> uh, like horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses and like the kids right. are the duck-sized horses. But you know what? Of them.
0: The more of the story is that was when we played uh, the Queen City Crush. That ball bounces across home plate. That'll make it 2-0. And uh, both teams met out at the pitching mound and did a prayer. And you know what? I was able to corral all the kids and get them to take one knee and hang out for a second while they did that. And then we let them go have some fun running the bases and talking to players and having a good time. So two balls, no strike count. Again, runner on second, one out. There's a big swing and a miss. That'll make it two balls, one strike.
2: Yeah, Carpenter was going for the tie of the game swing right there. Went down to a knee to try and, and get that pitch as it dived out of the strike zone. I mean, if that pitch is a little bit higher in the zone, a Carpenter connects at six, six right now. But uh, great location there by Lovin. So two
0: balls, one strike, one out. Again, runner on second. That pitch, that's going to be inside and in the dirt. Nice job of deal to slide over and get that. So it makes it 3-1, the count with one out again. Renegades lead by a score of 6-4 here in the top of the eighth inning.
2: I think Lovin was trying to get a similar swing there and get Carpenter's swing over the top of it. Didn't chase that time. 3-1 pitch on its way. That one down central called strike two. Yeah, right at the knees, good location, middle of the strike zone, and a Carpenter and a 3-1 count was taken there, and a good location on the pitch. So three ball, two strike count. Again, one out here,
0: runner on Second base, that is Bruff. After he had the single, reached second to use six. There's a swing
2: and a miss for out number two. Yeah, that was some of the best pitch sequencing we have seen all night. Get the swing and miss on the curveball over the top with the swing of Carpenter. Then get a call strike on the fastball and then back to the curveball. And Carpenter, who has not been able to time up the off-speed pitch all night long, swings and misses it at another one. I think uh, Carricker struck him out with a pitch similar to that a couple times already tonight. And now uh, right here in the situation, Lovin does the same.
0: So this will be first baseman, Matt Campbell, now. So He will step in here. He is 0 for 3, flown out to right field, hit into 2-5, three outs. First pitch to him, down central, called strike one. As Campbell will step back in here in just a moment. He has a runner on second base, that's Bruff, but has two outs on the board. Again, the Outlaws trailing to the Renegades by a score of six to four. Lovin will take two looks at second, now that pitch will be fouled off. It'll foul off the pole and stay in the diamond. So that'll make it, no balls and two strikes.
2: Again, two outs here. This would be one heck of a performance for Lovin if he could complete a third scoreless inning of work. came into this ball game when it was tied and now gets one more out here, it could potentially get a win. No balls, two strikes, two outs.
0: Lovin looks in, he'll check at second. Now, look back home. 0 2 pitch. There's an, a bouncing ball. M. Garden is going to glove. He'll throw it first in time to get the out as Gorling scoops it for out number three. Go, go. So, despite giving up a single and an E 6, the 5 3 out makes it three out. Says we will take a quick break and be back for the bottom of the eighth inning as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network
5: Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop.
6: Rivero Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Rivero Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Rivero Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Rivero Christian Academy calling
0: at 573-634-3983. Well, we go here to the bottom of the eighth inning. As the Renegades lead by a score of six to four. We'll go back to the top of the lineup and Tommy Reether will be. Leading off the eighth inning of work here for the Renegades.
2: Hopefully Renegades can add on a little bit more, need to just get three more outs, but make potentially either Lovin or E.M. Nolst's jobs a little bit easier if they're working with more than a two-run lead. I thought
0: all these people were leaving, but I think they uh, won the prize for the uh, for the drawing. There's going to be a ball fouled straight back, so Reether will be down to the count of 0-1-1. I thought, they were, I thought there was max, mass exodus of the ballpark, But instead, they're in line to get their prize. They did
2: two different ending (laughs) numbers with that one, so that's why such the line. Before the other times, it was just
9: one. I told you, they
0: they should have just said, if you have a white ticket that ends in a number, you win. (laughs) So no balls in, one strike. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. The... uh, Second baseman will glove. He'll throw to first in time for out number one.
2: Nice play there by a lot. Had to wait a couple hops and then picked it actually kind of in between and then threw right on the money, made that play look easier than it probably is. This will be
0: left fielder Joe Hershler stepping in.
2: You think you're making the play in that situation out there at second base?
0: Uh, I'm No, not at all. I'm, I'm just going to stand there and hopefully the ball gets to me. If not, I'm just going to have a slow walk out to get it. Amayas will look in. First delivery. That one missed inside for ball one. So one ball, no strike count. Again, one out here as we play in the bottom of the eighth inning. Next delivery, that one upstairs and outside. Ball two. Just after 9.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network, Blake Gasaway, and Ben Schmidt with you here from the DocuNorm Direct Broadcast booth. However you're listening, whether you're listening to us on our Show Me Sports Network app, or on our media center. We're glad you're tuned in. We always appreciate you tuning into the broadcast, listening to Renegades Baseball. Two balls, no strikes. Next pitch on its way. That one missed, ball three. We also are available on Alexa. You can just ask Alexa to play the Show Me Sports Network. It's one of the numerous ways you can listen to our broadcast here all season long. Yeah, sorry, we're not on traditional radio. We are in the 21st century, so no longer need to be confined to a radio station.
2: 3-0 pitch on its way. That went upstairs, so a four-pitch walk issued to Hershler. Good eye there by Hershler at the plate. A couple pitches that didn't miss by much, but he was content to uh, wait until he saw one go the pitcher's way, and that didn't happen through the four pitches in the at-bat. This will be
0: Caden Deal stepping in. He struck out his last time up, then had a walk, and hit into a three unassisted out at first base, and then had a single to lead off the game in his first at bat and then also had a stolen base. So one out runner on first base. As Myers will look in, he'll get the sign from his catcher and he'll peek over at first base. He'll get set and look over that shoulder. First pitcher is going to be a bouncing ball. It'll be to the shortstop. He'll step on second, throw to first in time
2: as Deal didn't get Diehl, out of the box I, I think it hit him. I think Deal thought that was a foul ball. Umpire did not call it a foul ball. But the way he reacted, I think he thought that that hit him and then was grounded. But interesting reaction there. Now head coach Mike Camilli is asking him why he didn't run out of the box. and I, I would, think he's checking on him. He's got yeah. a limp going on, so I think that
0: might have hit him too. It, he fouled it off himself. Either way, we'll go to the ninth inning here as you're listening to Exclusive Coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform, made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at four one seven six eight four seven two zero two to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are. Your your last line of defense. So we enter the uh, top of the ninth inning here, three outs away from the Renegades, closing out with a two-game sweep of the Outlaws, clinching third place in the Meek League South Division securing a playoff
2: berth for every year they have had baseball here get any updates on Nevada's second game as of any time soon give you a second check see here regardless uh, big props to Levin who's going out for his fourth inning on the mound and if he can complete it a four inning save is not something you see too often and it would be a pretty incredible feat considering his appearance started by giving up a triple to the first batter he saw and then outside of that Ever since, he has been really locked in and has been working ahead to batters. I think he's only given up one other base runner since. and yeah, He's had a good evening on the mound, and let's just hope he can get three more outs to cap it. So no update from Nevada as of yet.
0: So this will be Jordan Sheridan. Didn't catch all that. So, pinch hitter here now. This will be Jordan Sheridan. First pitch to him. misses upstairs, ball one. They'll be heading the count at 1 0. Well,
2: one thing Lovin has done in each of the innings is been ahead in at bats, hasn't fallen behind to a whole lot. 1 0 offering. That one a bit
0: upstairs makes it 2 0. Where did she say we had listeners at? Yep.
2: I, I I believe that's shout correct.
0: out to our listeners in Boise. We got the Taylor Hopkins fan club. That's who it is. They're they they're global. They've gone global. That one called Strike One. I can get my mouse to work. We have somebody in Ecuador listening.
2: We're ex- expanding our coverage <laughs> rapidly. That one down
0: central called Strike Two. So Xander loving trying to battle back here. Batter, as he
2: was ahead or down in the count 2-0, oh, now it's tied 2-2. Two, two. Batter leaned out of the way, thought that was going to come inside, and it actually ended up grabbing the inside corner.
0: In so a 2-2 pitch. That one in there called strike three for out number one. Sheridan frozen at the plate. He is retired for the first batter. Levin is two outs away from closing out the game and giving the Renegades a playoff berth. Most importantly, they've swept the Joplin Outlaws. If they hold on to the 6-4 lead, they've swept them in this little two-game homestand against them, yesterday's game and today's game. First offering, that one's gonna be inside, ball one to Cade Lott. Lott stepped up like he thought he was gonna get hit. 11 will look in, he'll take a deep breath. 1-0 pitch, that
2: one down central, called strike one. Just did some very quick math, and if the Renegades can hold on here and take the win tonight, they would be 5-3 and three in the season series over the Owls, and w- potentially win a season series against the division winner, I mean, that's got to feel good. If they lose, they'll split 4-4. So one ball, one strike count, that one, and they're called strike two.
0: That makes it one ball and two strike count again, one out here on the board as Lott will step back in. Hey, the peanut gallery, you're getting noisy again. One ball, two strike count. Next pitch on its way. That one, a bouncing ball,
2: but foul down the third base line. Well, I did hear that mention because this could have an impact on who the Renegades play on Monday. I mean, there's, there's a real chance now that Sedalia could pass Joplin for first in the division, and that would mean heading to Joplin on Monday for the wild card game.
0: There are lots of pieces, like I said, to still finish up. Renegades looking to, to uh, stay in the win column. They snapped their... Six-game losing streak. That one's going to be swung
2: on and missed, held on to by Deal for out number two. Yeah, beautiful pitch, started on the outside corner, just completely dropped out of the zone, and as Xander is on one of the better stretches we've seen out of Mizzou reliever right now. I mean, it says, I mean, when you think of the Mizzou, or excuse me, not Mizzou relievers, Renegade relievers this season, when you think of some of the ones we've seen come out of the pen, we've seen Schmitz go on stretches like this. There's a few other names, but Levin seems to be locked in right now.
0: So stepping back in is Saracusa. Corey Saracusa. Two outs here on the board. Nobody on the base path. Renegades lead 6-4. That one downstairs. Ball one.
2: Well, one more batter to go, and hopefully uh, can just continue with those strikes here to Saracusa because when Lovin's ahead, it sets up that curveball that'll dive out of the zone. One ball, no strike count. Again,
0: two outs on the board. 6-4 to lead in favor of the Renegades. That one
2: in there called strike one. Yeah, great bounce back pitch there. Right at the knees, great location to Siracusa. And now that sets up the rest of his pitches. One ball,
0: one strike count again, two outs. Renegades, two strikes away, one out away from clinching. Their playoff berth. That one just missed downstairs. That makes it two balls, one strike. Two balls, one strike count, two outs. Next pitch, that one downstairs. That'll make it three balls and one strike. Lovin, it's
2: the last couple pitches. Oh, you're hoping here to get out of the center without bringing a tying run to the plate. But if Lovin can't find the strike zone here, uh, I believe, who is that on deck? Whoever it is, maybe it's Bressler, would come to the plate as the tying run. It is Bressler. That pitch, that one in there called strike two. That's one heck of a curveball. Starts so it, it looks like it's going to miss high, and then drops in there perfectly, and now we're one strike away. So Saracusa steps
0: back in. We're full of three balls, two strikes. And two outs here. Nobody on the base path. Renegades lead by a score of 6-4. to Lovin looks in, gets the sign. That pitch, that one just missed. And it walked with two
2: outs. Syracuse down to first base. Well, no reason to make a change here yet, but Ashley did say that in between innings, uh, Ian Nolf was warming up in the bullpen, so you do have an option if Lovin starts to run out of gas. But after just one walk where he barely missed, I don't think yet would would be the potential chance to go and get him, but maybe if the outlaws start to threaten here, then maybe you make a switch.
0: So Bressler will step in here. The shortstop, he struck out his last time up. He will step in here. He represents the tying run. First pitch to him, downstairs,
2: ball one. It missed by much, but just dove below the knees. Looked out, some pretty good view on it from Lovin, and that's a pitch where uh, I think you continue to throw that, and you may even get a call on it or a swing and a miss. But one ball, no strike count, again, two outs. Next pitch, that
0: one didn't find the strike zone that was quite a ways outside that'll make it two balls no strikes
2: yeah just started too high with the curve ball and a slight slip in the command I think this is a good decision by uh, pitching coach Beckson to go out and have a chat with him. they are gonna have a conversation on the mound that'll give us a chance to take a drink of water well only needing one more out here but a uh, tying run at the plate and Renegades haven't given up a run since the, uh, since the fifth inning. And, oh, they've only given up runs in two out of the nine trips to the plate so far. So you like their chances here to get one more out in this one. But uh, you can hit some big bats in the lineup. Wrestler at the plate, Ricky O on deck, and then even more middle of the order to follow. So another trivia
0: question. How many gifts were given in the 12 days of Christmas?
2: You'd have to do some very quick math in my head. They didn't give any gifts. Oh. Uh, I don't know. 364?
0: I guess I guess you're counting each time you go through. Yeah, like that's
2: yes, that's what I was saying about the quick math. I mean, the, on the twelfth day, you have to do twelve plus eleven plus ten plus nine. Just do that. But how do you give like ten lords a leaping? Well, the song goes "Gave to me," so you just think about true. the lyrics. You're true. You're right.
0: Two O pitch. That one's going to be found out of play. See, I had the right answer on the one about who who said they told to me, and I said the singer because the singer said it. So I'm
2: not wrong. I just out-thought the question. Yeah, I can't think of that part of the song off time. top. I had to actually <laughs> confirm if you're right or wrong.
0: The singer said it because that's who's singing the song. So they said it. 2-1 pitch. That one's going to be fouled back. It'll trickle down. So now we're even at two balls, two strikes. As if Lovin gets the strikeout here, I actually might change our player of the game from Tommy to Lovin. Yeah, I mean, a four-inning a four inning save would be a yeah, pretty yeah, incredible. Yeah, he goes, so. it gets, gets – uh, Three strikeouts to close out the inning and work out the walk. I think we'd make our player of the game. Xander Lovin. He'll look in. 2-2 pitch is on its way. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. M. Garden will glove at third. He'll throw to first. Gorling digs it out for out number three. And the Renegades win by a final of 6-4 as it goes as a 5-3 out. As the Renegades get the win, they win by a final of six to four. I might have said six to five earlier. Six to four is the win as they should own third place in the South Division as Lovin comes in and gets the job done. He strikes out two, leaves one stranded on the base path, gives up no hits there in that top of the ninth inning and the Renegades have something to celebrate as they've now swept Joplin in the two game homestead here. As they win, my score of six to four, beat Joplin last night by final
2: of fourteen to six. So they came and did the job and got it done. Well, plenty of stars to celebrate tonight. Matashek, a solo shot for his first home run of the season. Reether was on base, and his base running ended up being what was at the time the go-ahead run for the Renegades. Lovin' going the final four innings, getting a save. You can't discount what Carricker did. Goes five innings, gives up four runs, and gives the Renegades some much-needed length out of the starting rotation. There's even more guys than probably not mentioning uh, Joel Herschler playing his first game of the season in left field shows off some versatility there and he made every play that was hit as well so it just all around good night at the yard and uh, I I, it's it's not the blowout of last night but to win a game close like this I'm sure also has to give some confidence too because uh, there's going to be plenty of times into this weekend and next week where you're going to be in a tight matchup and to be able to look back on a game like this and say hey we pulled it out last time you got to give you a chance to do it again absolutely you're right about that so we're going to take
0: Keep it here, but take a quick uh, chance to change the uh, mics as we've got, we've got uh, starting pitcher and Xander Lovin joining us here. As uh, Xander, I'll give you a chance to uh, maybe catch your breath or you didn't even take the glove off. You didn't have a chance <laughs> to celebrate. Yeah. Well, how's it feel? You come in, you pitched four innings of excellent work you got to save. The team helped you, gave you a couple runs at cushion. How's it feel?
6: Yeah, it feels good. Defense was working. I got a throw to Caden uh, Deal, which I get to do at school ball a lot, so I was just really comfortable. Today and it felt good.
0: Well, you came in here as we, we talked, uh, when you arrived here, you had some things you need to do this summer, so a little bit of late addition, but you know, had a good uh, season last year with the Renegades, you played some, uh, some, some uh, ball up at the Northwoods League, but to have you come in tonight, you know, and uh, just just throw excellent ball, you got two strikeouts there, you gave up the walk, didn't phase you, you relied on the defense, you know, what, what was the mentality coming into this, like, did you guys talk as a team about how important the win is tonight?
6: Yeah, we did. We knew we had to come get it, and we knew Caleb was going to give us a good outing on the mound, and we just need to uh, produce some offense for him.
0: Well, just like last night, we talked uh, up here about uh, there's a lot of scenarios of what could happen. This team wins, this team loses, but really it starts with you guys as getting the job done. Team got the job done last night. They get the job done tonight. I don't know if you guys heard or not or followed it, but Nevada lost game one at Sedalia, so with the loss coupled with your guys' win, it should be playoff bound for the Renegades.
3: That's awesome. That's good to hear.
0: Well, I know you want to get out here and go celebrate, and we've got some kids running around. Like I said, you didn't even take off your gloves, so we appreciate you coming up here. Any final thoughts? Uh, any shout-outs before we get out of here?
6: Um, Shout-out Kaden Deal and Tommy Ruther for coming back to help us. Absolutely. Late. feels so. great
0: to get them back, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. It does. So, all righty, sir, I appreciate yeah. it. We'll let you go. Thank you as for having that, me. You're welcome, as that is uh, our uh, winning pitcher on the mound here, Pitched the last four innings, and Xander Lovin. Glad to talk to him. Glad to have him back in a Renegades uniform. As I said, didn't even take off the glove before he uh, got got up here, and you know he was pumped, and and uh, you know that means a lot that the players take the time to to come up here and chat with us after the game. Like I said, he didn't even he didn't even take his glove off or anything like that before he came up here and uh, was
2: ready to go. So I appreciate him and Abs- coming up and taking the time to do that. Absolutely, and I think this is the best uh, kids run the bases we've had all year because uh it looked like Tommy Reether, Joe Hershler, and Jack Matyshek were actually racing the kids around the bases. You know, it was Hershler leading the pack, and now they're giving high fives to everyone that crosses the plate. So that's fun to see. Um, every run the base has been fun, but I, well, this is, I think, the first one uh, where uh had the players run with him, and, and I think uh, just just had a Claire uh, Amelia Claire turn down Hershler's high five. That's stone cold right there. <laughs> Well,
0: a lot of fun here at the ballpark. Like we said, most importantly, the Renegades handle business last night. They handle their business tonight and get uh, the win last night, get the win here tonight. That's what they had to do. Lots of scenarios, lots of things that could have happened and maybe would have happened. But it all started with the Renegades handling their business and doing what they need to do. And they did that here tonight, which is, like I said, exactly what they needed to do. Nevada. Pardon me. Haven't heard an update from Game Two, but at this point, it's it's uh, it's not really a pressing thing as they lost in Game One to the Bombers, so that helps out uh, Nevada's con- or helps out the. Uh, renegades cause as Nevada was the one that was kind of giving them a run for their money however you know the big thing there is uh, now we could have a shakeup it's going to be real interesting to see how the rest of I I mean and we're talking about just like 24 hours not even 24 hours left of baseball in the regular season that could see some shakeup in the top spot the second spot all we know is that we have got the third spot clinched it's written down it's in pen you can't erase it you can't mark it out it's a Jeff City renegades
2: absolutely and for about the past week it seemed all but done that the, uh, if the Renegades did clinch third that they'd be headed to Sedalia on Monday for the wild card game but don't look now the Bombers are playing good baseball and the Outlaws have lost two in a row so I mean that very much puts their chances in in line to to host the, uh, host the wild card game on Monday and I mean for the Renegades I don't really know what that means it means a, a longer bus ride on Monday that's for sure but it, it also it's a team that you've played good against lately so it could end up being something that, it, that they may prefer who knows
0: yeah you know it's a team that you've now beat twice in your last two games you said uh, the season series is now five to three in the renegades favor as well i believe that's what you
2: said Yep, that would make sense f- if they would have lost it split it at four and four so they went five to three against the uh against the japan outlaws split four to four with the griffins and then I'll let you talk for a minute, figure out what they went against the uh, Bombers, because that's another team they may face.
0: Absolutely. So there's lots to be decided, but like I said, most importantly are the Renegades have their ticket punch for postseason play. They've made postseason every year that the Renegades have been an organization, have been a team. So it's a lot of fun. Tonight was a fun night, celebrated
2: in style with the uh with the win here did you finish your math there i did renegades went three and five on the season against sedalia so that was the only team in the south division that they finished with a losing record against and you texted me after the game the other night but the bombers have eight walk-offs and 15 of them have come against the renegades it feels (laughs) like the renegades always play them close and then just can't come up with it in the end so i mean it gives you hope that especially in the south division the first and second games that uh I mean, all you got to do is win two and you're in the championship series, and the Renegades, you think, maybe have a shot to do that. Like three or four days that went at least 12 innings. That was Nevada, and then the other one you were at, I believe that was in Sedalia or St. Joe. So. Uh, it was yeah. uh,
0: jo- Joplin's.
2: Joplin. okay, yeah. And then there was the game two nights ago in Sedalia where I was going to the bottom of the ninth tide. So, yeah, to not have to use a ton of pitchers, only had to use two the starter character and then the reliever, Lovin. And to have everyone come to the plate and put together pretty good at-bats. I mean, it feels like we, we didn't have anyone in the line. I'm sure there was probably someone. It felt like everyone in the lineup contributed in some sort of way and came to the plate and, and reached base at least one time. So uh, I just think overall a successful night at the yard and a, a game that you weren't leading after four, after four and a half down four to one to come back and win the way they did I think speaks a lot to the, uh, overall, the overall trend of the team right now, and that's up.
0: Yeah, six runs on six hits, and, you know, great to see, as you talked about this, by far the best run the base path. You know, not only are is the team – You know, we talk about that uh, peaking at the right time, and they're picking up momentum, and they're doing all that stuff here late in the game. The other thing is, I have to say, being along for the ride, uh, you've been along with our other interns this season, is our promotions and our activities. And this is by far probably the biggest crowd we've had all season here at the ballpark, by far the best Hey Baby dance we did. By far we had some, probably some of the best, not just because I came up with one of them, but some of the best game promotions we've had, some of the best, uh, most creative things there. What's the uh, biggest amount of kids we've had stay and run the bases? Although two of the
2: Saturday games that we did run the bases were
0: extrading affairs, which means everybody was, was tired. Yep,
2: absolutely. I think from start to finish tonight, it just looked to be a, a fun night at the ball ballpark all around. I mean, last game, last home game of the season, I mean, Hopefully not because they reach the championship and post one here next Friday. But the last home game of the regular season, and it just seemed like everyone was having a good time. We got through the game in a relatively quick fashion, too. I think about two hours and 40 minutes, two hours and 45 minutes. I mean, that's, that's pretty, good, pretty good speed. And to have both the pitching and offense show up. I mean, the Renegades giving up four runs to the first five innings and then the next four to put up four zeros. I mean, an incredible bounce back there against a good offense in Joplin. And it, it just makes you feel good all around. Absolutely. You're you're 100% right about that. And, you know,
0: we've got a chance now to uh, celebrate a little bit tonight, and then we'll be on the road for the season finale tomorrow as we travel to Chillicothe. Uh, Ben, you and Bryce will have the call of that game. I will be... uh, Uh, just uh, doing whatever I need to. But I'm going to make the trip, but give you guys a chance to to call the game and I'll probably just be down in the dugout hanging out with the team and and, uh, hopefully celebrating a win over Chillicothe. I can tell you, Chillicothe, there's just something about going to the ballpark in Chillicothe that the Renegades just struggle to find a way to win there. But they're riding a two-game win streak. They, the momentum is in their their side, they're feeling it, they, things are going well, so I I feel, I feel have a good feeling tomorrow night that uh, they're going to put up a good show and put up some runs and uh, we'll walk out of there with the victory.
2: Yeah, hopefully they can make their way to Mudcat Nation tomorrow night and come out victorious. Only played there once so far this season, and just off the top of my head, I believe it was a close game, I can't remember exactly how it ended, I'll take a quick look at the schedule and remember that. Have a good night, Joe. Um, let's see, the last time they went to Chillicothe, 4-3 loss. So, yeah, they played them close to one other time they went there, also on a Saturday night. And uh, like you said, something about that ballpark just changes things, but hopefully uh, the Renegades are headed into that ballpark at the right time. Well, that's going to do it for our broadcast here tonight. Uh, Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, I think the renegades need to offer the kid who 's running the bases right now a chance to play tomorrow because he <laughs> he 's got some wheels absolutely that and that that youngster that was down here taking some practice swings
0: he was uh, he was sizing up he is a he is a uh, future Jefferson City renegade. Uh,
2: what year you think that 'll be Twenty thirty eight, uh, when we were twenty twenty <laughs> two. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. We'll 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 look to late twenty maybe, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah, middle to late twenty thirties <laughs> is when he would have a chance to play. We, for we the need Rich to get Gates. his name and just put it in in the back of
2: Mike's head. Absolutely, just just keep an eye out on this
0: one. Absolutely, he was locked in. He was ready to go. Mike could have said, "Hey, get in here right now." He would have been ready to go. So.
2: Renegades need pitchers, too, and we got one throwing off the mound right there, so that could also be <laughs> another name to just mark down for the future because you can never have too much pitching.
0: Well, that's going to do it for our broadcast here this evening. As, uh, for Ben Smith. I'm Blake Gasaway uh, from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth for the Show Me Sports Network. Until we talk to you tomorrow night, as Ben will have the call tomorrow with Bryce, until we talk to you or they talk to you tomorrow night, so long and have a great evening.
1: You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Cartier. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Pond Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Haslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk-Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball.